Good evening, Bat fans. It's Do You Expect Us to Talk? Uh, I am, well, I am not the host. I am Chris uh, on Cinematronics. And, uh, well, joining me is our actual host, Rebecca Andrews. Hi. And uh, Mr. David Bond. Good evening, folks. And, uh, yeah, so we are kind of bridging the space between uh, the return of Charlie Brigden. Uh, yes. Before we... Who's on holiday. How dare he? Bastard. I enjoy, enjoy... Maybe send us a postcard. Um, I, I'll be honest, I really don't care about postcards. No, I, do I do sometimes. I'm, I'm the same with birthday and Christmas cards. I'm like, I just like feel great. great. Nice. It depends how far away I'm going. <laughs> if I'm going to like Spain or France or somewhere, then I don't bother. But if I'm going a bit further afield, then I might do. Yeah. Le- leaving work cards are nice because you get like lots of signatures. It's like kind of a nice sort of thing then. But I think na- nowadays it's, well, you know, a Facebook, yeah, no really bothers. A Facebook post will do, thanks. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so yeah, we are uh, we we are doing a, a Batman commentary, aren't we? We're desperately uh, padding while Charlie paddles. Well, yeah, I, I I guess we you know I, I I imagine it will be a popular one for us to cover. Yes, yes. Uh, we are doing uh, what what we're we doing, Becca. Ice to see you. Ice to see you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> or ice to see you to see you ice. ice. Sorry. Oh, uh, too yeah, soon. It's um, it's the. Uh... What you can do if you want listeners, um, should you want to turn this into a drinking game? I'll try not to say it too much, or I might say it enough. <laughs> Take well, a shot every time I go. Ice to see you. <laughs> yeah, but knowing how Becca is, like, in terms, of she want to say it like, every five minutes. <laughs> so just see how drunk you can get whilst watching this film and listening to our commentary. Yeah. So he's drink uh... responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> You just promoted a drinking game, but drink responsibly. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. Yeah, that's, Basically, that, that's pretty much what they mean. Every time she says, ice to see you, take a sort of belt of the drink and have two pints of water. Yes. <laughs> and then you'll need a wee. And have a wee. Don't risk cystitis, folks. I, I, I played, once played a drinking game where, like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drink game watching um, Super Saturday Soccer on on the um, on Sky, and you know when oh. uh, Chris Kamara comes, like the one, one one of the rules was whenever <laughs> whenever Chris Kamara speaking, you got to be drinking. So literally, yeah, <laughs> looking up, like sipping whatever oh, you're drinking, and he's like, he just keeps on talking. And it's just like you guys, he must have got hammered. Oh, I got absolutely smashed that day. Yeah, I, I was absolutely, but and that was like during the day as well. Um, oh Christ! So. But we the, may, but, if but, we remember, post a progress of nothing, his worst ever mistake on Soccer Saturday when they went to him to ask him what had gone on. He didn't, he didn't know. know. I don't know. I've been saying, oh, has he? I thought he was substituted. Uh, you got to love him, Focus Kamara. But mm. it, it was just, I can't, I, I always remember it. it's the, one of the funniest things ever, try, trying to drink lager, trying to, like, like, but, shut up! Like, well, that proportion is possible. Looking over, see if he's still talking. Like, just hoping, please, I want to eat, want to stop drinking, eat, I want to actually start breathing. And But then, kind of like looking over, and him just seem like chirping away const- consistently, and you just start making me laugh. So you kind of always like. It was one of the funniest things, but at the same time, so. It's dangerous if they'd played that game when you think they used to have George Best as a panelist and goes on it. <laughs> I reckon they'd be up for it. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're doing Batman and Robin, and we've got the Blu-ray, and now we haven't... Now, it's one of those Blu-rays which starts immediately, uh, as soon as you play it in. So, 
Uh, we've just kind of done our best and got it to zero zero and paused. I'm going to pre- press unpause on the count of three. So we'll just dig straight into it and then uh, we will chat our way through this monstrosity. Yeah. So, uh, so fans, if you are um, going to watch this with us, um, God help you. <laughs> Good luck. We will try and talk enough and make much sense as possible. If you, you know, if you don't want to listen, and Becca will get you really drunk. Yes. <laughs> she'll get you. Especially ice, you, James Murphy, if you're listening. Icely drunk. Oh, he's just coming his pants. He has the idea of him, you talking to him whilst like he get you get him drunk. He'd love that. I still like to meet him. Would you? I, I bet would. he'd like. To... Really? I podcast. I, I podcast with him as well, now. I know you do. I do. I have to listen. You need to work on his editing skills, though, because I just sound like I'm on a fucking payphone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Calling from a phone box down the road, yeah. it's Dave Bond. Yeah. Big cubes are behind me while what, I bang on about what, fucking Jack what, what were you doing? Were you doing, like, kind of, like, political spy thrillers? Well, that, that um, well, uh, Jack yeah. Ryan. Yeah, it ended, It we lost a bit of the show. Um but he it started off talking about Nolan, so there's a load on Dunkirk that's kind of missing. But we start to we talk about Nolan a bit, and then we end up talking about um, sort of aging in actors and characters. And then we talked a bit about um, Indiana Jones, and that wasn't deliberate. But obviously that's Harrison Ford, so that led us on quite nicely to Jack Ryan. But we sort of talked about them in an odd order because obviously there's an origin story within Shadow Recruit, so we talked about that first. But yeah, it's a, it's a couple of hours you can get on the movie viral site. Um, although there is a link, James did post it to the "Do you expect us to talk" page if you want to hear it. Okay, no, it's just your comment about the um, other thing is it's a bit like YouTube a... guy, so it's only on YouTube. It's the way he recorded it. Yeah, it it it, it kind of it kind of say it might play into effect as if you're on a payphone, like sort of like sending it's intelligence fine. through. Yeah, so uh, that 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 was why that's what I was getting at. It does look it. like I've stopped in on the way to Warsaw. <laughs> or, or you know that bit in Majesties where he's looking for a post office so he can send a telegram home, yeah. and then you see him in a phone box while they're firing at him. That's me calling James to just quickly tell him what I think of the Jack Ryan films. <laughs> so anyway, Becca's going to get you pissed and ply you with you know and ply you with uh, a, a chat, James. <laughs> <laughs> he's up for it. So. Okay. <laughs> There you go. When you get the transcript of this show, I'll say Becca was up for it, and Becca is on the record saying okay. <laughs> if you fancy and sleeping with any members of Do You Expect to Talk, leave us in Do you expect us to talk at gmail.com? Um. <laughs> Do you notice how I whipped in to finish that sentence before you giggled and changed the subject? <laughs> oh, no, no, we've got to get that fucking offer out there. Get us out now, are you? Right. Have a busy week because I reckon he's the only one who write back and say, "Yeah, why not?" <laughs> Got an experiment. Uh, anyway, anyway, moving on. We've got a film to watch here, people. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. we were auctioning you off. We go. Talk at gmail dot com. Disgusting. So. On the count of three. <laughs> I still see you. And she comes with her own catchphrase. Yeah, we have to come up for uh, Becca's catchphrase. Um, 
I've got a bad feeling about this, probably. Oh, she, it used to be, cut that, please. But she stopped <laughs> doing that after a few episodes. Yeah, I realised that you wouldn't, so... <laughs> she catches on quick, doesn't she? <laughs> it, only took, it only took all of your editing run and some of mine. <laughs> so, um... That's because I realised I was on a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, all, we don't edit here. So, uh, <laughs> actually, I edit quite a lot. Well, I know, but you know, in terms of like taking out content, we just leave all in. Um, um, anything I think we, is really offensive. We, we um, get balls deep. Anyway, <laughs> so on account of three. Speaking of balls deep, um, <laughs> on account of three, let's delve into Batman and Robin. <laughs> I'm a bit worried, though. He said, speaking of balls deep on the count of three, I'm now wondering what earth is going to happen at three. <laughs> basically, basically going to play a movie that's a load of old balls. Um, oh, okay. So, in your own time, Chris. You're being quite disruptive, you know. Yeah, so on three. One, two, and three. All right, play now. I think 90s films needed more morphing effects. So man was slow to start. I'm afraid. Sorry. Yeah. So you get that really lovely eye. You know, when the bat symbol becomes like the ice sculpture. Well, at no point in this film does any ice look like ice. <laughs> <laughs> like these kind of effects. I mean, really, at this kind of era in the film, it was pretty much all the money was on screen. So I think you know you kind of have to get the real sense of excess before you have to kind of scale things back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is influenced by the Superman's uh, credits, but it's a really... This is actually not quite as bad as... Um... That's sweet. Oh, no. Um... Yeah, Forever. Oh, forever, yeah. Forever, they sort of came whooshing past the front of the screen. Yeah, this looks better and sounds better. Yeah. Apart, from, apart, apart from that ice thing. Yeah. The ice thing's a bit weird. Right. I think we're going to see a very usable um, bat cave now. Bat butts. Just natural. Why do they just turn around like that? Look at my bum. <laughs> bat bum. George's bum. Bat bum. Like a bit of bat bum. I bet you do, Becca. Do they? Do they just yeah. end up? Do they just start off standing like next to each other, completely naked? I hope so. Oh, good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I imagine it's kind of like you know, change rooms and they kind of like you know, adjacent to each other, so they just like walk out and go, "You right." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You all got each sort of this like sort of change room. And they walk out like beyond the curtain. And go okay. They should have a mascot each. Looking great. <laughs> hmm. You know, some 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 like oh, a little animal. Make a wish foundation person there. A little creature. Yeah, I think I, I mean that actually. Yeah, like they do at, um, at football matches. And they, you yeah, know, special child. I think that that light in the front looks quite useful as well. I was actually just thinking, in these Batman movies, is it me? Or... No, it's not. It's George Clooney <laughs> and Chris O'Donnell. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, your balls off. You look nothing like either of them. <laughs> I mean, it's just Silverstone. What are you on about? Um, or does the Batcave get bigger and bigger every time? It does. It does seem to grow exponentially. Yeah. And then, like, in the Lego Batman movie, it's over several levels. Another drinking game was to count the number of Dutch shots in this movie. 
and have a shot every single time. That doesn't get you crunk. Now, what, what a waste of time all this is. It could just be in the corner with a sheet over it. It would take a long what time. What that shit for? And why the dry ice? <laughs> can you imagine, on top of the can, box, Alfred. Can you imagine how special Robin would feel? Like, it's sort of like, like Batman gets this big sort of entrance of the Batman. Here's my, here's oh, my vehicle. And Chris, Chris, I'm like, Chris, movie sickness, look. Movie oh. ill. Movie ill, look. Oh, he's Even before cancelling the pizzas. <laughs> yeah. oh, no pizza for you. No pizza for you. Oh, there's a new villain. Poor Pat Hingle. Oh dear. Oh, he's so wasted, isn't he? I don't mean drunk. I mean he's so wasted. Just a bruise. Bloody hell, give it, Goldsman. There's, there's a new villain in Gotham. Just a bruise. Yeah. So he basically just explained what we're about to see now. Yeah, he has. Uh, so, which means they set off not knowing what they were going to. Obviously, the bat signals. You know, come up, and they've just headed off. And he fills them up, fills them up, fills them in on the way. Yeah. So, 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 so far, this film's in ter- in terms of what the film's actually told us, Alpha looks a bit ill. Yeah. That's pretty. Well, so far, like four minutes into the film, and Alpha looks a bit ill. The film, the film technically could have started here, and we would learn what we know anyway from yeah. the scene. We've also learned they waste a lot of money on stuff in the Batcave to look cool. <laughs> Um, we also get Batman's. We've also learned that the Domino's branch in Gotham gets messed around quite a lot. <laughs> I imagine it must be. <laughs> look at that. That does not look like ice. That's where you put your precious diamonds, isn't it? What is this place for? I mean, it's, it's, it's a museum. What's the theme of that room? Random shit. Random <laughs> crap. Oh, he was called Random Task, Chris, and frankly, why would they? Well, to be fair, the, the whole room looks like the museum. Like, so it's just literally just one big room where you can just walk around and look at stuff. Yeah. And, and what's that? I mean, it's a dinosaur, obviously, but it's not, it's not like, um, what's the word I'm looking Hi, for? Hi, Freeze and Batman. The hey. worst intro ever. Yeah. I still see you. I love the fact he managed to do a, a few diving moves in midair there as well. He went a bit Tom Daly. Look at the hole in the wall behind him, look. <laughs> Robin shaped hole. Yeah. You can't see the wires, though. To its credit. Yeah, you're, yeah. Too, you're too busy cringing. Gotta, yeah. praise, gotta praise it somewhere. That's landed quite neatly. <laughs> now, if I credit. was there to steal a diamond, I think I would break out a hockey team. Kill it's the like hockey heroes. team from a few eyes only. That, that, that's what everyone loves. Everyone loves like them things where you have to uh, catch the vars. I was like, I'm half expecting to kind of like have a fight sequence where they have to like make sure they don't get if damaged. Anyone's ever genuinely enjoyed that or laughed at it? Um, that does that over the age of about ten. I'm sure Pink Panther's done it, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but imagine it's one of those like. Gags that's like as old as time, so I reckon in, it's like a classic in, 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 in typical Hollywood films, isn't it? I imagine. But yeah, I don't know. You know Maybe you know, won't be from under now, where it comes from. Yeah, this, so this is basically where it starts. My favourite Pink Panther bit is still him playing like billiards or whatever it was. 
I think my favourite one is Shot in the Dark, actually. I think that's in a Shot in the Dark. Is it? I put it to you that you killed her in a writ of fella's jage. I just can't... There you go, look. Ice skates. Yeah. They had no idea they were going to anything ice-related. Well, it's just there anyway, isn't it? You never know. What if they turned up and it had been an 80s roller disco villain? Well, what, 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 amazing. what if imagine, well, they've probably got boots for that as well, but what happens if, like, they're having a... Yeah, but this is in the boots they're wearing, right? If they'd have had to stop saying, hang on a minute, I've got to change my boots. No, I, I reckon he's got, like, little wheels on the... Fair enough. In there as well, I, I imagine. You know, he's Batman Dave. All right. Batman Dave, cool. Yes. Named after me. Now... Schwarzenegger during all this could have like frozen the fucking lot of them quite quite a few times. He could, you know, for, for the, the henchman he's got, he doesn't seem to give a shit, so he could have just froze all of them and be done with it. Yeah. I got mine. Where's yours? You see? He's like, that's mine, you see? Like, he's just become independently wealthy. <laughs> like, quite funny. So he needs diamonds, what, to, for power? To power yeah. it. Like, yeah, he needs, it, it's power a diamond powered fridge he's in. And what does electricity not work? Uh, I don't know. Isn't there some machine to keep his wife alive or something? Re- like, or to keep, keep himself alive? No, it's for his, it powers his suit. We're told oh, yeah, it's power it suit, isn't it? In a minute. No, I, I, no, yeah, I think it, it, it does power his suit, but also uh, use it for his wife as well, if I remember it correctly. Quite Isn't that the original, yeah, original story in the comic. But effectively, it's a power source, and I I never heard of diamonds used as a power source before. Yeah, I mean, it makes me wonder, like, in in what terms, like, does it just get burnt up or something, or what? Yeah, what what does a used one look like? Don't know. If you know what a used one looks like, please write to us. An email. It's better to talk at email dot com. And we must reiterate, we mean diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> if Jared Leto's le- you know, listening Jared Leto okay. there's lots of that in this film what Jared Leto's <laughs> which just sounds like slang for some drug or something I just I just jonesy presume Jared Leto's man I hope you were drop in good good stuff There is no way that was the trajectory of his jump from the other angle. He should have just fallen splat into the floor. <laughs> it's, it's almost like he just sort of like been been pushed by something else. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So like what was the plan? I'm gonna rocket the ship out of here. Yeah. And blow it up over Gotham or something. So, so, so it's the plan to kind of like just for the rocket to sort of like just free fall into Gotham. His only plan was to steal that diamond. I'm not quite sure why he took his rocket with him. <laughs> and how did he get it there? Did he drive there in his <laughs> Nissan Micro with one of them on the roof? And and I wonder how much this actually must cost to make. <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah. It's a counter saying to him. Oh, the good news is you've just got your fifteen million pound diamond. The bad news is the plan cost twenty two million. 
Like, oh shit. Oh, and, and you, well, you, well, you, you could have stayed home and set fire to seven million dollars and achieved the same thing. Well, he's going to have a diamond to power his wife, so he's paid all that much money to uh, to power the suit and wife or whatever. I, if I was writing for Arnold Schwarzenegger, I would avoid words like tomb and doom and stuff like that because it, it doesn't work. It really rhyme. Boom. Do your boom. Do your doom. Robin. Right. Now, Batman is completely fucked here. And There's no way he can get, escape. And yet he, still get, he still takes his time to get fucking furious with Robin for <laughs> turning up here. You stay in the museum and round up some thugs. See, Robin says, nice to see you. He doesn't even say, I nice to see you. Three times I've said it now. Yeah, everyone's pissed already. Yeah, oh, yeah, you just say, nice to see you. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm a little bit ahead, but never a mind. Bat bomb! No, I am a bit behind, actually. I hang on a minute. I'm back behind. She doesn't have, um... You're was back it? behind, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I'm on 12 Shut up and bat spray. Let's go air surfing! Oh, yeah. Uh, but what's... Better than what, night but, surfing, but what's, the day. what's we keeping them on the, the board duck slash doors? Um, well, they've got sharp blades on their feet, oh, okay. so I guess it could be that. Aerodynamics? Magnets. Thermo- Did you say thermodynamics or aerodynamics? Aerodynamics. Because, yeah, if it had been the other, I'd have been really impressed. <laughs> so, like, Christ, Becker's really looked at this. Thermodynamics. <laughs> right. Ooh. Has he said cowabunga yet? Cowabunga. No, not yet, no. He does there that. He, he does that when he hits the. Uh... Yeah, he's, well, we're there. We've got to that bit. But it was um, Ninja Turtles. That was all the range. Not, not hit, not this time. No, but when I was younger, it was. Not in ninety nine. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was my, uh, my jam as well when I was younger. Yeah. I'm just a little bit too old for Ninja Turtles. What? Shocking. No, I just mean when I came. It was popular with like ten year olds when I was like fourteen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah you're you're the daddy of the group. I'm daddy. You're the splinter. I had a pound for every time someone said to me. Turtles. <laughs> I'd have. Yeah, I was like massive turtles fan when I was growing up. This scene has been going on forever, hasn't it? It's quite I long, mean, isn't it? I mean, if you were to like this film, I'd imagine you'd be loving this. Going on forever. <laughs> I got him. What's this? Look, look. What trajectory? Again, what trajectory? He would have just landed flat on his face, six <laughs> feet in front of him. I, I'm only hoping there's some like warm goo around. Oh, well, that's quite clever, though, considering that's you know a, a model that's been created. It's like, he might, I mean, CGI. This, is, this is supernatural planning. Look, he knew he needed the rocket. He knew exactly where he was going to land, and he's left his car there. Emotion makes you weak. Well, that's why we're all so tough. <laughs> Me, you, and Chris. Fucking hard. Have you taken you know, instruction from Mickey? Yeah. Women weak in legs, yeah. <laughs> that's why I always tend to like lay down while I'm, when I'm with them. <laughs> Save my legs giving out on me. 
Here we go. That is clearly a model, which is quite funny. I know the cat yeah. freeze the real actor, but it's just. I, I, I just like how he just casually picks him up. Yeah. As if he weighs nothing. Yeah. yeah. You would have a split. You have a splitting headache as well. And you just imagine him coming out of that, looking like fucking Simon Weston or something. And it's like, how fucking hot have you done this water? <laughs> you could have fucking boiled him. Yeah, would you not be severely injured going from really, really cold to really, really oh, hot no. somehow? Well, well you'd, you'd be dead, really. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Chris, you're Batman at the moment. Um... Yes. <laughs> you're old enough to be Batman. Tell us all. <laughs> oh, Imithermon. Animal plant crossbreedings. I'm assuming that has to be done in a chest tube. It's not like, you know, a lynx shagging a leaf. In a chest something. tube? Like a chest burster. A chest tube? Did I say chest tube, did I? Yeah. <laughs> I've said it another two or three times as well. So I, know. So. I know you mean a test tube. I might not. It's a tube that you keep in your chest. Oh, sorry, just trapped me chesticle. <clears throat> just the one. <laughs> I just love that they can't be bothered to like, well, we need to get some exhibition, exhibition out. Just have a talking to it. Like when, when you're writing a script, so if you know any kind of screenwriters, yeah, um, take it by the It's always show, don't tell. Stuff. But this is the exact opposite. So I just wonder what direction she was given. Like, just want to just like overact everything and just be kind of shit while doing it. She's really bad in this. I mean, I. But, but yeah, we know. Like as an actress, she is so much better. She's better than this. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've I've never had a problem with Uma Thurman at all. No, she's brilliant. Has she, has she done much recently, though? I can't seem to remember her being in anything recently. I've not seen her for a while. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean she's not working. It's just nothing I will have seen. But I, I, I can't think of anything very recent. No, but you have a quick... IMDb.com. Oh, look, it's Bane. Ah, oh, so that's what Tom Hardy looks like. Mm. Look at that. <laughs> There's clearly not much in there either. Cause and you got the green strobe lighting just because... <laughs> I can imagine Frank Drebin bursting in the window. <laughs> oh, what, the uh, assortment of baddies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that as well. <laughs> Which is just missing like a, a Gorbachev and look-alike really, aren't we then? Yeah. I knew it. But yeah, there's Gorbachev, Saddam, uh, who else? Gaddafi. <laughs> Gaddafi was there. I think Ayatollah Hamidi was there as well. Yeah. Uh, oh. And the bloke what worked for Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Uh, Pap Schmier. Oh, I don't know what the actor's called. No, no, not the actor, but the character's called Pap Schmier. Oh, was he? Oh, really? Didn't know that. Yeah, because he, he comes back in um, three. He's like the, he's like the okay. guy who's he's the boss. I think was he there? I don't know. I've got a few in my movies that I've not seen. Sorry, you've not seen the Naked Gun films. Oh no, I have seen it. No, I was just looking at Uma Thurman's movie list filmography on oh, iMovie. Yeah, she's she's always been a working actress. I've just no, she is. I can't even away. remember her in anything in the last three or four years. No. Um, but no, yeah, I've seen bit. the um, Naked Gun movies, definitely. Speaking of which, now you mentioned it, Dave, um, I think if 
Frank Drebin were to like burst through the door, I think it will make the film a whole lot better. <laughs> it probably would. Do you reckon we'll get to do those at some point? Do you think that'll be those those sort of films we want to do? I reckon we can do any series you want. I just think with comedy, it is difficult. It is difficult yeah. to know what to say, particularly as there's an awful lot of sight gags and stuff like that in those films. We've said yes to Austin Powers, even though we're not quite sure how it's going to work. But no. If you really want to do them, we'll, we'll do them. We'll find some way to, way to make it work. But no, I was just trying to. Th- I just they're not easy know. films to do. I wouldn't have thought. No, I just put in the feeders up. There, that's all. <clears throat> we'll do Austin Powers if you like. Whether we do it, it's just three commentaries. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's not going to be for a long time anyway. No, it'll be a while off. Right. You should push her into something and make her like briefly hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then she should come out and describe exactly what's happening at a cellular level she's terrible it's the same way she talks to Bruce Wayne isn't it later on when she meets him yeah as Pamela Pamela they were yeah they, I mean, they all say that like the, the direction was to play it really cartoonish Sorry, we've gone quiet because we're being caught up in the drama here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just <laughs> the so, transformation. I'm, I'm just soaking up the acting. Yeah, this is very like uh, Pat Roach's death in Never Say Never Again. He's just bumped into some test tubes and that's it. <laughs> Dead. And it just sinks into the ground with snakes as well. Why, why, should, why didn't you become like a snake lady? She slipped into the uh, disco look. Disco, disco. Why, why didn't she become like snake lady as well? Because of all the the snakes and metal work. And... I don't know. But here we go with um, some of the strangest CCTV and health and safety. Oh, yes. So there's just CCTV there watching him work. This is what a it... computer looked like in the 90s. It is definitely... Um, yeah, there a, wasn't a Batcave around mine, to be fair. It, yeah. it's, no. de- it's definitely a Schumacher thing, isn't it? To, to show your villain origin through video. Look, 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 look. Oh, what's that? <laughs> That's got to hurt. 50 below. 50 below what? And then the CCTV angle will change. Well, he, he, he was saving the, the, the rail budget uh, to... To, to, buy, <laughs> to buy to buy to eighth, buy, yeah. to buy to buy an eighth of a diamond to buy a rocket yeah. <laughs> look diamond enhanced lasers to keep them at zero degrees this doesn't sound like real science to me <laughs> he should have been brilliant well there you go who, who Arnie or Clooney Clooney I don't blame him that he wasn't but yeah Ill. I'm being ill. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not entirely convinced it is movie sickness, isn't it? It is. It is, yeah. George is just like, I'm sorry, but he's like, Scott he's just gets better with age. Go and trust his family. It's all about family. Family. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, you know, Batman's just too used to working alone. Yeah. You're still a novice in the ways of family. Well, he was raised by you, so if he knows fuck all, it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> Could you have banged a few women around him and introduced him to a few aunties? How many times does Alfred, in, in this Batman series, does Alfred actually just blatantly just disobey Bruce and go behind his back to do shit he, he thinks is how it should be done? He does it all um, the fucking time, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, there's only once he goes behind Bruce's back to make a tight rubber outfit for his jail pay. <laughs> 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 Hey, this is a great memory. Remember the time when I went, oops! And you came out and went, ooh! (laughs) Golden memory, that. When you went, oops! Yeah. I mean, I fall on my ass quite regularly. I don't actually remember the specifics a lot of the time. Why did we fall, Bruce? I I think it's just a show. Clumsy fuckers! <laughs> I, I, he's got I, no one to talk to now, so he's got to pick up his exposition machine. I think it's just going to be like a like a, a memory to say that oh, he's been like a father figure to him. Bloody bar, that's all. I oh, know, I know what he's trying to do. It's just like those specific memories magically appears out from the ground. The only time in the film I think she looks quite hot. Yeah, I suppose you're right, Dave. He could have um, they could have chosen like. Uh, a time where Alfred's comforting him about the death of his parents. That would have been a little bit more succinct, wouldn't it? Yeah. And there is him with him looking like a stripper. With, yeah. With grass all over. But a reasonably hot one, like I say. He's describing everything that's happened. <laughs> my skin's now this, and my blood's now that. Just in case the and, audience and don't I know. know. This will kill you. Basically, she kisses him. Nothing happens. So she sucks him off. Nothing happens. She has full sex with him. It's like, oh, <laughs> I thought I was poisoned. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, at this point, how how would she? Know this. There's no like, oh, well, let me discover my Do you think powers. She's been underground snogging snakes. <laughs> probably, that's, that's probably what it is. Yeah, there it is. It's a jungle in here. <laughs> With the worst fire in the world. Oh, hell. Very May West sort of performance. Or about to get fire, or where I am. It's not on fire yet. It's just lit it now. I, 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 I just keep pitching myself like, what it must have been like on set, just watching this. And everyone thinking like, oh, you know what? Yeah, but it'll look great in, in post. <laughs> yeah, because obviously sets often look like sets and quite unimpressive. Yeah. And of course, then you see it all lit up. I mean, you're, you're uh, on a smaller scale, you'll notice it when you like graduate, Chris. You'll go and stand in a cupboard with some obviously fake books behind you, and then a photo will get taken 
in this dingy little fucking thing, and then it will come out looking like you stood in the fucking National Gallery or something. Mm. <laughs> you know, we I, I don't know what they would have thought on set, but I do wonder about the people here who had no creative say. They were just doing, like, the technical tasks on the set. You know, they were just go, what the hell's this? <laughs> it's like he's literally got his option to sing. He's making them sing. Why? I don't know. Really we'll see weird. that lady uh, in Kill Bill Volume 1. Yes, Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. Renita Green. Yeah. Copperhead. Cotton Mouth? Yeah. No, Copperhead or uh, Cotton? No. I think she might be Cotton. No, Cotton Mouth was um, O'Ren, wasn't it? It was um, O'Ren, yeah. I think she was Copperhead. Anyway, don't Copperhead, that. that was it. And it was a snake. Yeah. Who's... Yeah, I was going to think, who's Black Mamba? Black Mamba is the bride. Ah, oh, yes. yes. I should have been by the fucking Black Mamba. <laughs> Not me. Her, of course. A quote from the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. There we go. We see it work. Uh, there's the science working for us. See, why would you want to be a henchman for Mr. Freeze? Like, he's get... it's a bit of a shit gig, isn't it? It's a shit gig. Diamonds. I mean, he's just handed them completely frozen dinners. That they can't eat. And he's demanding them sing while... <laughs> they're staying in an environment that's no good for them, and he will kill them. And he sort of goes between mad, manic, and heartbroken. Sometimes in the same scene. <laughs> but the makeup's impressive. And again, Arnie being a right pro, we know those eyepieces would have been unpleasant to wear. He's a pro, he's Arnie. Yes, he is. This was some model or other. I can't remember her name. She was quite like a well-paid model in this era. And he's got Vivica A. Fox stood around trying to like romance him. Stood around in freezing weather, uh, like sexy lingerie. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she should have. Oh, here we go. She's come straight from school. Oh, I quite like that room, to be fair. <laughs> Robin just, you know, reading through his way through the library, as you do. This is want globe there if you need to look anything up that's a seat of learning in there dozed off something's not right I I don't think I think something's wrong with Alfred oh look it's Alicia Silverstone I think think he's movie sick do you think he's ill yeah and he's like TikTok (laughs) which isn't appropriate she's in a fucking school uniform she's underage please be looking for me how old is he meant to be anyway? Well, he's not underage. I mean, he was college student two years ago, in Val Kilmer's words. He's in his 20s. Okay. And she's in a school uniform, and he's like, please be looking for me. What? Unless you think she's some weirdly themed fucking stripper, what is it you're hoping for here? <laughs> but it's that sort of weird kind of school uniform thing isn't it I doubt yeah but I mean 
they don't do a lot for me anyway, but that's not a sexy take on a school uniform, is it? No. I think it's just the fact that it's uh, Alicia Stillstone. Yeah. Or perhaps it's a woman and he's sick of being bummed by Bruce. <laughs> Finally, and, a chick. And, and having to cheer up Alfred every evening. <laughs> that's probably what it is. It's, it's probably all innocent. It's just like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Like, at least someone different I can actually engage with. While I'm wearing a tight waistcoat. Yeah. Rocking that 90s look. I just like the fact that, that her next character beat will be she's into bikes. Right? <laughs> Which is fine. But it's like she's gone, hi, I'm Barbara. And they've gone, come out and see our bikes instantly. <laughs> Oh, like oh, oh I don't know much about bikes. To beat immediately. Oh, I don't know much about bikes. He's, he's quite the net wizard. <laughs> he picked up a disc at Tesco. <laughs> I remember when the internet used to look like that. Oh, I forgot to ask, uh, Barbara, why did you turn up in your school uniform in the middle of term time? We're all, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all kind of cool about you just running away. Yeah, blithely escaping. She literally left school mm. straight to the airport. Look at that. <laughs> I suppose they have fax machines on elephants. One yearns for family. Or tugs one out thinking about former loves. My nickname for Sweet Margaret. I've loved him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a bit confused, isn't it? confusing. Is, is he... Is it's he... an ex-love of his. He was too old and she moved on to somebody else. And now, the, you know, the kid she knocked out with someone else... He's like going, yeah, I loved her. But why is he Uncle Alfred, though? I don't know. Just because, I, because plot. I mean, in the comic book, she's related to Jim Gordon. She's yeah. Jim Gordon's daughter. Goes on to become the Oracle. Not not that ITV competitor for CFAX. I'll be back a while. Right. She had that ready, didn't she, look? <laughs> Haven't they noticed none of the beds have any like fucking bedding on them? No, he came prepared. Christ almighty, they take your time. We get that she's climbing out the window, we didn't need to see all that. I reckon I could get this film down to twelve seconds if I really focused. <laughs> I'm sure you could. I'm sure many people would love that as well. I don't think they even, they even care what what it's what's in it. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So, let's be inconspicuous. <laughs> Do you think this is meant to have a sort of Lady Penelope feel to it? It is a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Parker, prepare the wig. Yes, my lady. Well, why is she putting on a wig, though? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't make that much 
sense. I mean, I get that it has now changed, but it's not like it it's, was red. It wasn't like it's not possibly. like it's not like she'd show up and go, "Oh my god, you're you're a criminal, arrest her." Yeah. yeah. She just thinks Gotham really hates gingers or something. <laughs> Because uh, yeah, cause, yeah, because like, I gotta make sure Bruce Wayne recognises me. It's like yeah. I'm, great I'm... silence for a an awesome Elle McPherson performance. And that bright pink jacket. And I don't blame her at all, but fuck me, what a waste. Hey, this I reckon this might be relevant later. <laughs> Never know. We'll be able to see the sky anywhere on Earth. Okay. Well, we've confirmed Gotham's east coast there. We knew that anyway, but it's, it's there on the. On. Oh, she looks. She looks no problem. Nothing dodgy about this. Gossip Gertie, the widow of Bob Kane. Yeah, she's been in every film, hasn't she? Not every film ever, she but it's one of the last one. Yeah, the Batman movies. Marriage? Oh, marriage? Oh, marriage? That is like such a clooney thing, though, isn't it? I, well, yeah, I, I mean, in real life, he, this is kind of how he was at the time. But like, yeah, he was always like eligible bachelor. He's not wasn't a he? bad actor at all. I think he's got better since this era. But even so, he wasn't churning out this shit elsewhere. I think it's just no, just direction, just the whole tone of this. But he said himself, it's a very difficult film to be good in. I think he he really does the best with the material that he has. I quite like him as Bruce Wayne. To be fair, he's. But then he's, he's de- he definitely you can tell he's like the millionaire playboy, billionaire playboy, can't you? He's totally believable. Yeah, he's got the looks, got the physique. She's got a terrible fashion sense, haven't she? She has. She hadn't like seen. She hadn't seen Game of Death at this point. <laughs> and that's a reference to Kill Bill for listeners of you. It's also a reference to Game of Death. It is. <laughs> Almost starring Bruce Lee. No, just doesn't. Like Imagine him. It's all right. Does Elmer Fearson actually look any different today? Because I don't think she looks that much. She's aging very, very well. I mean, she will do, I'm sure, if you look at photos side by side. But she's aging very, very well. It's almost like she's got the genes of a model or something. <laughs> Everyone pretend to laugh. <laughs> I'd still rather. I'd still rather Nicole Kidman. I wouldn't have dumped her for Elle McPherson. Really. Yeah, really. Is that is that just out of preference loyalty. or preference, but also loyalty? Well, yeah, we don't Vicky Vale practically. Yeah. Yeah, but she was shagging Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh... Batman and Robin, militant arm of the warm-blooded oppressors. Animal protect. God almighty, she never shuts the fuck up in this film, does she? <laughs> it does go on a little bit, doesn't she? There's a, a, there's a lot of dialogue there, considering she's talking to fucking nobody. 
she's talking out loud. She's th- like, you know, she's thinking out loud while. It's a um, what's the word? Talking. It's, it's, it's no. It's, 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 it's good job no one's listening to that. Any of that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Security, where's that woman? Uh, so. now, this is totally confused, right? Because the video is going like that. He actually looks really kind of sad here, and in a minute, it's a quip. I still see you. <laughs> so. You can you just hear it in his voice. Gotham is a city of at least New York size. So it's like 8 million people. We've seen it dropped in dialogue in different versions of this series, 12 million. And front page on the newspaper is Bruce sells a fucking diamond. National importance. I mean, Batman and Robin must really be keeping crime rates down. That's the biggest thing they can get for the front page. But then I suppose if he'd run over to him and then turned to page 72 <laughs> and showed him a tiny paragraph at the bottom, might not have been as soon cinematic. <laughs> Daily news. The city just it, looks fucking awful. They couldn't even call it Gotham News, could they? No. Or the Gotham Journal or... No, just just Daily News. Yeah. Yeah. And the big news is... Diamonds! The Flintstones reboot we've all been waiting for. (laughs) Just everywhere there looks awful. It's so garish in colour as well, but... Again, it's meant to be stylised, but it kind of just starts not hurting your eyes after a while, but I don't really want to look at it after a while. I will, though. I'm taking one for the team, for our listeners. Again, I think... Look at, he... look at him striking from the shadows. Oh, like... I've just saw the most horrendous suit. It's like... It's, it's kind of like... Yeah, you know, that sort of uh, holiday fl- flower... Hang on, is that Jonathan uh, Ross? Where? Was he? I can't really reverse. It's possible if he went to visit the set or something. No. It might have been Wossy. No, it's not, it's not Wossy, but he looks like him. Mm. If you tweet him, see what he says. No, it's definitely not him. No. <laughs> I mean, so, me, someone... yeah, you could tweet him. I don't want to kill him off as well. I'm a happily married man. But it's the guy on stage, you know, the the, the announcer or whoever, in the, I don't, I don't in the leopard jacket. Oh, God. There's Ivy and thing in gorilla suits. Mm. Auction off some women. Probably to be deflowered. <laughs> and gossip girl. I mean, it's a nice tribute to Bob K to have her involved, but she's really irritating. God, this that... is quite. This is quite hot. What the grill suit? I know. Yeah. And all that big strip tease that you'll still be fully clothed, but uh-uh. <laughs> gotta keep him in suspense. Why do you think they not know what women have under their clothes? <laughs> mm. 
that's a horrible effect as well. It is Looney Tunes, isn't it? It's like Peppy the Pig. Well, yeah, I've never seen anything like the first two, these two Batman films for looking expensive and cheap at the same time. You can see they've thrown a ton of money at it. Big sets and big stars and all bespoke costumes and big action sequences. You can see there is no doubt it's expensive, but it, it just looks cheap and nasty at the same time. Nothing's done well. Now, there's there's a trust exercise. Yes. I do love her costumes in this movie, though. Mm. I'm not oh. so fond. I mean, they're, they're kind of tacky, but I just think, like, in the design, I think it's brilliant. Especially love right at the very end, when she's got all her talons and her horns, and... Uh, yeah. there's, there's a lot of, of work has gone into it, like all the sequins, and... The best she ever looks is the stripper out for it. After that, it's a bit of a sort of downhill trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very tacky and very cheesy, but just, yeah, it's very glam. And you are? Poison Ivy. But she doesn't go Ivy. Poison Ivy. She goes, Poison. Poison Ivy. It's like the least cool way of doing it. Are you mimicking Batman? Your timing was perfect. <laughs> the fumes came out of your TV and up your load, up your. <laughs> See, at no point do, up they your ever, nose. do they they never get into that sort of Joey and Chandler conversation about maybe they could both do her. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay if it's in a freeway. <laughs> oh my god! That's what you do, surely. <laughs> it's okay if it's in a. Have you heard that song? No, I haven't, but I'm strangely thinking about the Eiffel Tower again. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, the um, Lonely Island, the uh, Andy Samberg thing. Yeah. He, he do, he, he's, he's done a few with Justin Timberlake, uh, and that's the last one I did, did it with Lady Gaga. I've never heard that before. Oh, he did, did, did. It's like, start off with Dick in a Box, Mother Lover, and then Freeway. Okay. Is it on an album somewhere or what? Yeah, oh yeah, they're on albums, but it's on YouTube. Shit's about to get real here. Okay. The thing is that somebody went off and both designed and made that. I know. Exactly. At no point during that process did anyone go, this is a really shit idea. (laughs) What, the back card? Yeah. Well... I imagine it was more of a marketing thing, like, it'll be great because people want them and then we can sell back cards. Yeah. My dad used to have a... And he wasn't a fan of the series, but my dad had a James Bond credit card once. All right. And I've been looking for it, can't find it. Don't think we do anymore. Now, does... um, Does Mr. Freeze kill people when they freeze or something or or is it just kind well, of if like... well from what we're told in the plot you've got 11 minutes to be unfrozen or you're dead so yes so those people who's just frozen there's no attempts to save them so yeah he's, he's just come in and randomly killed a few people it's a bit unnecessary really isn't it yeah 
I prefer necessary crime. <laughs> Look at him gurning there. Not literally. Gurning. Now, <laughs> he just like flies over with that. He kind of looks attracted to her, but he's not. It's all over the fucking place, this. I, I do like his digs like Vine Lady, Garning Girl. <laughs> and why does Ferrofoman does not work on him? Well, on the cold, but you're not cold hearted, you just fell into some chemicals. You're not a lizard. Ah, uh, but his, he's already in love. His heart belongs to his lady, who's frozen in ice. Yeah, which doesn't speak volumes for the marriages of the people in that crowd. That they were all bidding hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> for. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but they were already in love. Yeah, but I've been married a while, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but none of them are actually sort of purposely finding a way to get them back. All right. I, I I guess that would, uh, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're making cold. You're making cold logic of a shit film. Well yes. <laughs> All those spikes on the front just seem totally unnecessary most of the time as well. That door would have given way. You have 11 minutes to thaw these people. Well, actually, no, because they've been frozen about three or four minutes. Pat Ingle's there with no equipment. Right? <laughs> he's, just, he's just there with, like, a badge and a gun. <laughs> and they've gone, you've got 11 minutes. All right, all dead. I, 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 all, I, all right, I need some warm water, people. <laughs> he's not even rushing either. What's he going to do? Uh, anyone got a hot water bottle? <laughs> Let, let, let's turn the radiators up here, shall we? <laughs> now that's where I'd build a statue so everyone could enjoy it. Oh, we've got a chase scene now. Well, after a fashion. <laughs> well, because it's all indoors on sets. They don't have big areas to drive over, really. And that we see them drive down that road again later. Shame doesn't have a rocket to fly out there. You think he would have brought one in with him? He had one at the museum, yeah. just in case. <laughs> now, Batman's judging this well. He must have driven over these fingers a lot. Now, his timing here would have to be impeccable as well. Because you can just imagine Robin about to make the jump and then falling to his death because the thing fucking cut out on him. <clears throat> is, yeah. it, is, is it because like that's the longest finger so that's, that's one likely to get by? I have no fucking idea. Oh, there, yeah, Robin screaming. Yeah. And Frank Drebin going, Nothing to see here, please! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. 
I love that. Without going back to politics too much, I like that when the election was called and everyone thought Labour would really have their houses handed to them. And there was a gif on Facebook that said, uh, live from um, Labour Party headquarters. And it was that bit from the Naked Gun where the whole place is blown up and fireworks going off. And he's there going, nothing to see here, please. I just love Naked Gun. I think that's I think they're great. <laughs> I haven't seen them for a while, and they're a lot of fun, and most of these things aren't as funny when you go back to them. And they are. Like Airplane, which is easily as good, I don't actually like anywhere near as much. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's probably... It, I think the sense of Airplane is you can sort of stand back from a, a film fan's point of view and like go, yeah, well, that's technically great. Whereas... You know, if you put on Naked Gun, you're probably going to have a better time with it. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's he's just... front and centre in it as well. He's, he's in it more. I, I, yeah. And it was really good. I, I think I think also it's a little bit kind of... Um, a little bit ruder. What it, it didn't hold back on, on, on certain things, but yeah. it kind of got away because it was just silly anyway. I mean, the bit in the film where he destroys the office. A bingo, and there's a bingo card. <laughs> and he ends up hanging off the statue, looking like he's going to suck it off as that woman looks out the window. That is funny. Yeah. And Nice Beaver was fun. Of course, you got the, uh, the montage as well. You no, know I really like about that, that montage bit. Uh, pl- well, platoon's the bit that really makes me laugh. But it's just a bit right at the very end where they like sort of it. It, it, it just oh, it, yeah. it just ends, yeah. and then like and then it sort of comes back in. And it comes comes up with like a credit, like Beach Boys. Yeah, the bit I love is like what a day I've had, or something like that. And they've been to the cinema, <laughs> they've been to the rodeo, they've run along the beach. They've... <laughs> <laughs> clothesline it's all while doing it <laughs> you think it's like the montage in majesties where they've got to know each other over a month or yeah. something and it's been like an afternoon <laughs> oh the condom gag as well oh, the funny thing is i never ever laughed at that and i don't know why i've got nothing against it I never found it that funny. The funniest bit in that sketch is where he takes his suit off just by tugging gently on the fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> and and not, not long before that, he said, let me slip into something more comfortable, and he puts on a more formal suit. How at least he's boiling a roast. How hot and wet do you like it? <laughs> oh, he's, Bruce has had another lovely memory. <laughs> or his parents morning. which is right outside the window like put it in the next field over surely his mum's rotting corpse is about 15 yards from him I mean it's no real wonder why he wants to you know, dress up dress up and assume fight crime at night mm-hmm. oh she knows judo she no, she doesn't. She doesn't say judo chop once during this <laughs> We've seen the masters do this. Seen Roger Moore do this. The master, exactly. No, Roger Moore was the master of um, go. Oof, oof, oof. But he does a lot. That, of that, and the jumping, uh, jumping to grab up, grab something, then uh, kicking with both feet. That's 
That's Roger Moore's. Yeah, I was watching Spectre not that long ago, and Daniel did do yeah. it in the train fight. I was uh, like, brilliant. Yeah, no, I, 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 I spotted that. Why did you fall asleep during that bit? Uh, <laughs> it's about three hours long, so I don't blame you. Yeah. No, I, when I, I spotted it when I when we first initially saw it. I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. It's like mm. a homage to Roger, but um, but also it didn't work either. So two governors in this scene coming up. Yep. Well, like from Predator as well, aren't they? Well, we had a request. We wanted to just point out that um, obviously we we mentioned we we agreed between ourselves to do a Roger Moore commentary the following night, and he died the following day. We then did um, uh, the Batman sixty six film, and Adam West died within a week. Um, and I accidentally mentioned by cocking up what I was trying to say, Bruce Forsyth a couple of weeks ago, and he died today. So um, we've got a request from Rory Cooper on Facebook. He's uh, he's just said, please mention James Corden. Oh, <laughs> happy to help, Rory. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not a fan. I don't mind James Corden at all, but you know, if he dies now, I might fucking wonder what he's... weird weird oh, powers I've got. <laughs> I don't know. Is like, I loved him like in Gavin and Stacey, but some some of the films he does, like things that he does, I do find him a little bit uh, a bit grating. I think the best thing he's done acting wise um, was actually in Begin Again. I think beyond that, I I yeah, seen, that I was quite good. Begin Again. He was really really likeable on that, um, but I've got nothing against him at all. But it yeah, made me laugh when he I... asked that, so I'm happy to mention him for you. Well, you know, he's 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 done well, isn't he? I guess. Though uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not a fan of Gavin Stacey, though. I think that's that show is really overrated. Really overrated. I would, I would agree. It had some wonderful moments in it. It did. I mean, I, I could edit together 20 minutes of its entire run that I would go, that's really good. Yeah. But that's about it. I think the part of the problem is I didn't really like Gavin or Stacey. And... <sighs> The mother was a fucking annoying as well, even though I think Alison, whatever she's I think that was the point. Talented. Yeah, I know, but like, there's, yeah, there's a thin line between that being a funny sort of character thing and it actually just being irritating. Mm, so I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's probably one of the best comedies of like the last 10, 20 years or something. You might be right, Becca. It's just, uh, I, I, it's I, a I sad, the one... sad state of like what comedies have been out, but. Um... Well, that's it. So, oh, I, I just thought it was really funny. It started years. off a little bit. I've got years. nothing against it at all. Um, what, of the last? Oh, what? Since Gavin and Stacey? No, it was about 10 years ago. About oh, 10 years, yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of mid-late 2000s, wasn't it? Yeah. So. Where, where was IT no, Crowd? Ba- ba- Sorry? Well, I'd, I'd say IT Crowd's better than Gavin. Oh, IT, yeah, I would say IT Crowd's too. so funny, but then I love Graham Linnan anyway. Anything that he does, like Father Ted. Father um, Ted is still there. It's just absolutely genius. Work, but, yeah. Anything that he does, I just I quite happily watch. Uh, Black I've books enjoyed, as well. I've enjoyed anything um, Alan Partridge related. Yeah, sort of like yeah, Steve Coogan, uh, Rob Brydon, uh, Graham Hinnon, definitely. Um, um, Larry David, Kirby Fusers. Larry David, yeah. Oh, Kirby sure. Enthusiasm is fantastic, and I I quite like Seinfeld. I've just got into big, that. It's taken it was, me enough. <laughs> taken me long enough. Seinfeld wasn't big in this country because, unlike Friends, for example, which was owned by Channel Four. 
BBC bought it and they stuck it on BBC Two at like eleven thirty-five at yeah. night. Yeah, stuff. graveyard shift. So hardly anyone really knows Seinfeld. Apart no, Seinfeld, from, like, it was real cold over here. Wasn't it? The end. it wasn't a big thing. No. Curb Your Enthusiasm probably was even smaller in some respects, but it was owned by Channel Four and scheduled better. Um, it's been online, different... it's got really popular. I like both, but Curb Your Enthusiasm walks all over Seinfeld. It's far, far better. I, I agree. There's something about... I wouldn't have... No, no. I, don't know. I would say like without Seinfeld, though, I don't think we'd have a lot of the the sort of the comedies well, no. that, we, that we have Probably now. Maybe. Point, yeah, but the point with Curb Your Enthusiasm is he had to make his name to be able to play that version of himself. So sure. Seinfeld is a precursor, but they're very, very different shows. Yeah, I mean, I would never... I mean, I never got on with Seinfeld. I don't think it's... I don't, I don't think it's a humour. I mean, I've seen it a few times. I've, I don't think I've, it's really sort of translated to me. But I never like bad mouth it because I know it has a, a lot of fans. So I think it's just a taste. A taste I, of, I did watch. It I just did didn't watch speak the to me a few years ago, and I, I liked, I liked all of it, apart from the very last series. Larry David leaves after about six or seven seasons, and they do nine in total. So the last couple aren't him. But eight I like. Eight I like and nine I really didn't like. Um, but I enjoyed most of the run and there's two or three episodes that are absolutely outstanding. But um, I, I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I just think it's better, full stop. Yeah. Even though you're not really measuring apples and apples. You know, they are different, but... It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird... That's that weird. Can we say it's a bit more like... It's like spinal tappy kind of... Yeah, it's it's the same thing that you know. It's the same type of humor that produced Spinal Tap, and Ricky Gervais was very influenced by that. Mm. So it's not unlike the, you know The Office and things like that. You're watching things unfold in real time. Partly, it's uh, what it all, does. All improvised as well. Tap, so it's, it's all it's, improvised. Yeah, they've got they've got a plot point, and they know what information they need to get through in a scene. But other than that, they're making it up as they go along, and that could fall flat on its face, but it doesn't. It just falls organic, really. You just sort of got like yeah. people like Ted Danson. That's and, di- and, that's different from something like The Office because that was always scripted. Yeah, but uh, the Ted Danson stuff in that is really good. I don't didn't fall off any chairs. <laughs> but, um, not yet. But, we've got season no, nine. Not yet. We? But he might come back. They were pally. The two best series seasons of it for me were. I really like the season where they where he invested in a restaurant. A season three. And I like the one where he was in the producers, and I think that's season four. Oh yeah. Because you, you, you have um, uh, Ben Stiller and um, uh, Ross and Friends. Uh, oh, I've got his name, uh, David Schwimmer, and you both both got yeah. them like sort of interchanging because because obviously he just offends both of them. Yeah, uh, and I like all that. Yeah, um, Seven was okay. I mean, it's not as good as when he was married. I liked Cheryl in it. Cheryl Hines, who played his wife. Yeah. Who I think was called Cheryl in the show as well. But anyway, yeah. Um, his wife, I preferred that dynamic. So I haven't liked it as much since they split. But I have to say, the whole Seinfeld reunion stuff was quite good. Yeah. I, I, think, was, I, I think... I think... I think... Um, not the season that's already been when they're in New York. The season before that was a really solid season. Um, the, the, what, the episode always stands out is was like the, the golf one about the, the swamp. That, right. that stand that's always stands out to me that one uh, but that, I had it all at some point I need to get it again yeah, yeah I, um, notice how we're actually talking about something good rather than watching the film yeah. we'll come back to it <laughs> Coolio um, I hate this I mean the film's bad anyway but I, I've never understood all this neon lighting bollocks and smoke and 
it looks awful. It just looks awful. And it looked awful in 97. It's not even that it, it's dated. It arrived dated. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to trace back to like how it would have been. Bear in mind, I would have been a lot younger back that, uh, by then. But, yeah, I think it just... I think the bubble burst. It just, it just looks naff, doesn't it? Well, I mean, this is the same year. Just to pick a, an average actioner from the year... This is the same year as like Con Air mm. and Air Fa- Force One. Face Off. Face Off, I think, might have been the following year. Yeah, be, yeah it's that but kind we're of in era. era. We're in that era. And they are films you could put on now and I don't think would look really, really wildly dated. No. Well, it's just there's a decent watching fit. You know, you can easily watch them, can't you? And be insane. You know, okay, that's so 90s. Still works. It doesn't matter really. I mean, well, for me, it doesn't matter if it. I mean, looks... A lot of ninety stuff has dated, but this is just this yeah. looked shit. At the, looked shit at the time. It really did. This is the same year as Titanic, uh, The Lost World, Men in Black, Tomorrow Never Dies. better film. I, I think Men in Black's probably a bit overrated. I think. I'd probably go along with that, but it was it's all good right. fun. Yeah, it's not a bad film. Don't worry. It, it actually became like iconic before it even turned up because they were doing mm. all the posters for months, the two of them in black, yeah, and stuff like that. And when it actually turned up, I just remember being a bit disappointed. Um, yeah, I, I guess also there's also the thing of like after Will Smith doing Independence Day, is that is that Will Smith thing to fight aliens every summer? Like, <laughs> and of course, the best film of 1997, L.A. Confidential. Oh, never dies. L.A. Confidential. <laughs> no, that was a brilliant film. Oh no! Well, if it was if it early confidential ninety seven, then Face Off definitely was. That came out in the same month over here. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, they're at the same sort of time, aren't they? I'm just looking at it up now. Face Off is definitely. No, I'm looking, I'm looking, I, hang on a minute! I'm looking at the Oscars now, and there's no Face Off mentioned. <laughs> oh, shocking. Well, I don't think it was nominated, Dave. Bollocks! Uh, actually, if you watch Face Off now, it's. It, it it doesn't work I, as well. <laughs> I actually I actually didn't like it. Oh. Uh, oh, Gross Point Blank was this year. Oh. Yeah, I love Gross Point Blank. That's a good Point film. Blank. That's great. That's Austin, a good film. Austin that's, Powers. That's one of my favourite. Yeah. Someone ever dies. There's there's yeah. plenty of films from this year that yes they're of their era but they haven't dated her horribly. Air Force One, yeah. Get off my plane. The I Devil's Advocates dated quite a lot. Yeah, but you still really enjoy that, though, can't you? Um, what, what, was I gonna, what did you just say, Air Force One? I've only seen it once. I really liked it, though. I don't think I've seen it, no. It's more a Chris film than a Dave film, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very 90s... Um, I would say political action, but it's not really that political. Yeah. It's just more of a setting... 90s action. I bought him more doing action than I did the guy in fucking Independence Day going, I'll fucking lead the fleet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and uh, and obviously the most timeless film of the year, An American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, Oh, yeah. Worst effects ever. Look at the effects in this, though. Bloody awful. Yeah, bungee jumping off the Eiffel Tower, which I think, even when it came out, everyone thought, that will fucking work. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, Mayday yeah. can do it. No, yeah, uh, not, not, that a... I, not that I doubted you, Chris, but you're absolutely right. June the 27th, 1997. 
face off. I always thought that was a nineteen birthday, ninety seven. Yeah. So he came yeah. out. He came out in June in the states, did it? Yeah, that'll be the states, won't it? Yeah. It came out in November. In the, see, this is how the time differences were in terms of what our American films were released. We so get it occasionally now, but nowhere near as much. We're normally like within a week or so. Yeah. The only time it really gets thrown off is when we have like the the football World Cup here, or something like that. That. Like in America, you'll have like a Pixar film or Madagascar or something like that come out in like June, and we get it in like October, but that's kind of rare. Yeah, it, it's 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 almost kind of stupid to do it that. Logan Lucky's just coming out in in the states. We're getting it next week, mm-hmm. and that that's more along the lines of the differences now. Yeah, I think the the narrow the time gaps are getting shorter and shorter, aren't they? They're quite often worldwide now. I think it really does depend because it fights piracy. Well, I think it? between like when Bond comes out, I think it'll be like a week or something, a week, Chris, two weeks. Yeah, Chris knows his. Sh- yeah, we, we get it first then. Yeah, but uh, I'm saying like even like a big major film like that. The hey, time Chris, Chris knows his shit, right? UK face off seventh of November. Because I remember, cause I no, I particularly remember it because I really wanted to watch it, and it was like so. I was I was like remember reading all the reviews, so I knew exactly around the time, and I knew. It was, it was like sort of, like sort of late autumn, winter time, like yeah. Christmas around the corner. Okay. I, I I don't think I've ever warmed to John Woo because that was a film that got a lot of hype around it, and people who it's a different set of people now because I largely know different people, but people whose opinion I respected at the time loved it, mm. and I watched it on video probably in '98 thinking about it. And just never liked it. Now we know I'm not the biggest action guy in the world, but I've just sat here and praised like fucking Air Force One. I'm not anti that at all. I just didn't like. I, I don't think I like John Woo. I think that's the bottom line. Have you seen his? Um... There's the big caveat because I know what you're about to say. I've only seen his English language stuff. Yeah, I know. I, I was just thinking that. I mean, I think his style fits more his um, his Hong Kong stuff. Really, uh, it's like so. It's it's kind of I think it's kind of comes down to that. Plus, also got the studio element. I think. We've, yeah, I mean, he I, came over not here, but the America. He came to the West with mm. a reputation, churned out a load of films. Some of them quite big budget, like the second Mission Impossible film, and I've not liked any of them. Yeah, he's he's not been well served. It's not the thing. Is, the, the frustrating thing is, it's not because he couldn't. You know, it's not possible. I mean, he knows his stuff, particularly you know in in how he conducts his action scenes. Uh, it's just not been given like the necessarily the right project. I think Face Off was was a was a good shot. I think everyone might like, really enjoyed it because it had. Uh, yeah, and I'm in a minority Cage. on that. I, I think it's a divisive film. I think it's a film you can quite understandably dislike. But I've met more people that like it, it than don't. Yeah, it, it comes across as quite naff and cheesy now. A lot of times when you think that's kind of how I saw it at the time. Yeah, but I've only ever seen it once, and and I. I, I'm never definitive on a film after one watching. You know, if I was, if I'm, I'm sitting here telling you what I thought then, and it's not positive, but I've not seen it in like seventeen, eighteen years, probably. Mm. I mean, I think, I think also the premise is, is stupid now, especially as like technology moves forward. Think, oh come on, that's just fucking dumb. Um, like, you know, I think, I think, I've, uh, if, if I Kate and Travolta are too far apart in build as well. Yeah, and it was just, one of the things that kind of made me laugh was like they just kind of like when it's going to do the plastic surgery bit, it's like oh well, we'll just reduce the love handles, and I'm thinking fucking hell, like 
like uh, people pay good money just for fucking that alone. Just to, can, yeah, that'll can, do. Can, I'll, can, I'll come can, out can you, the same. Yeah. Um, I've changed my mind. I don't want to do this plan now, but <laughs> take the love handles off by all means. Yeah, um, but yeah, it comes across a bit corny and dumb. Uh, but I think it would have worked better if they played the science fiction card a bit more. Like if it was like in there's the even a, back to this film for a second. There's even a really comedic wipe there, a laundry <laughs> service that delivers and yeah, a wipe. Wow, yeah. that, that's that's a very Star Wars thing, isn't it? It is, but well, it's never that cheesy in Star yeah. Wars, is it? <laughs> it looks all right in Star Wars. Oh no, I need to steal a diamond fast. I'll help you grab your rocks. <laughs> Why, thank you. I just remember that from one of our reviews of Bond, when we were talking about the white dog not fingered, and then you <laughs> pour it on your rocks. But, yeah, just quickly to uh, John Moore, I think his probably Sorry. best film is probably uh, Hard Target. That, right. that, that's probably the, the, the best film. US film he's done. Yeah. Which was nearly done by Sam Raimi because I think um, if they hadn't, if they were, they were trying to get him over, and I think, you know, they, as a, to, in order to persuade the studio, because um, Quentin Tarantino really, like, was was driving force behind it, Sam Raimi was as well, so he sort of said, well, you know what, if it doesn't work, I'll I'll do it. So it could have been Sam Raimi who directed Hard Target, that would have been a bit. Okay, right. So um, had they not agreed to get John Woo over, but yeah, no, that's another. That's a a bat fact for you. <laughs> mm. We mentioned it during the review, but um, just to mention again, Bane here is played by Jeep Swanson, who was like a wrestler who was about four hundred pounds in weight, and he died of heart failure two months after this film was released. I love when he just like yeah, you know, just that's a fall that will kill anyone, regardless yeah. of where you land. Crunch. It's like, oh no, just there's water down there. No, that will kill you. <laughs> a gentleman does not discover his ailments. It's not civilized. I hope I've taught you to like die in silence, Master Bruce. <laughs> Stiff upper lip. What? Yeah, which is just a stupid fucking attitude. Men die because of that attitude. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? There's a there's a warmth to Clooney in these scenes. I will say that I quite I quite like his scenes with Alfred. They're not always brilliantly written, but he's, he's quite good. He's playing um, <laughs> I, I, I say mature, but if you know you know what I mean, like an older Batman who's kind of softened a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I go along with that. Well, certainly a Bruce Wayne, anyway. Mm. Their CCTV cameras are fucking perfect, don't they? Look. <laughs> No, although had it been at some really obscure angle, that is. Got... I'm sorry, that whole that whole shot of them like how they move that is so Adam West Batman, yeah. so Adam West. Even oh, even that. It is. Inspired. No one's, no one's embarrassed the commissioner at this point by going. By the way, those people I leave you to let you to frost. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think it got sorted. Yeah. <laughs> Bad jokes here as well. Don't they say something about our stems and buds? Great stems and buds too. They mean their legs and tits, you know. <laughs> I wonder if there's actual ice cream there. 
<laughs> so much we love in this film. Chris is going, I could really have an ice cream cow. What do you think? And frozen pizzas. <laughs> pizzas. The frozen pizzas. Yeah. I love it. I love it's all programmed in. What's that in case he forgets? I mean, it's literally just a chamber to keep her, like, alive in, yeah? Yeah. Does he need to display just to go... Does he go in there to spend private time with his wife and go, what's, what is, what's the disease she's got again? Hang on. <laughs> it's like, oh, and I've cured that one. Right, okay, brilliant. I'm not much for the bad bird. Mm. <gasps> <gasps> oh, Peppy the Pooh action. I know. <laughs> I still like Peppy the Pew, despite it being really fucking rapey. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite rapey, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't remember much about it. Well, basically, some some other. He was falling in love with like a female. Accidentally get covered in paint at the start, so she looked like a skunk, and then he'd run over and like try and romance her. Try but of course, her, he's thinking. And that's the whole episode. He's like trying to cuddle and kiss. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. It is pretty to much get away from him. It is pretty much that every time it's, it's like it doesn't get talked about a lot now. You know, you don't get like parents going, "Oh, they love." I love showing my kid Peppy love you. No, it has kind of it's fallen out of fashion, really, hasn't it? Crazy. Yeah, he was never like the popular one anyway. Everyone was just like, "Wait for Bugs Bunny no, or no. someone." Yeah, no. Or Duck. Duck yeah. Tales making a. Made to come back. I mean, to, to honest, even Porky Pig don't really give a shit about, really, I don't think. Roadrunner was always my favourite. Oh, yeah, Roadrunner. <laughs> Could watch hours of that. And that was just casual violence. And that was just... yeah, that... yeah, it was just casual acting. Yeah, but casual violence point. is still cool, Chris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I love the fact they sort I... of hyperventilate. I hope that like, rubber conceals the boner. Bet, yeah, but your cock would hurt. There's got to be a bit of give in it, surely. Yeah. The cock shop's there for a reason. I mean, I, I don't wear jeans much anymore for that very reason. This is constant action, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> They're taking turns to lie down. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, why is he still lying down? Why is he not getting up or doing anything? Why is Ivy still fucking talking? Shut up, woman. <laughs> now, every time it cuts to that, I always think Pat Ingle's doing press-ups. <laughs> <laughs> What's the doing press ups? Oh, I see. <laughs> well, he's cheating. He's got he's, he's got on his knees. Yeah. You had eleven minutes to defrost these people. I was busy. I was working out. <laughs> oh, that was quick recovery. Oh, right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> You get the impression the editors just didn't care. They were like, oh, whatever. <laughs> just plug it together. Well, I think it shows in the whole film, because, like, even though this is campy nonsense, it's not, like, 
as anywhere near as fun as it should be. It's like, it's, yeah, this should be. We should be laughing at this more than we are. I mean, we're laughing at it tonight, but I, I don't find this film an awful lot of fun. Yeah. Whereas Superman Four is so incompetent, I just laugh at it. Well, that's just it. It just like it just feels really, really. <sighs> it's not funny. The '66 film. I mean, I have problems with that, to be honest with you, because I do tune out for like 10 minutes at a time. But every now and again in that 60s version of Batman, there'll be like, um, there'll be a couple of minutes that I think are just brilliant and really funny. And it's enough that I look back on it then quite fondly. Yeah, and in terms of like a ratio that kept thing, like, okay, well, I'd more laughs from that than most films anyway, so. Yeah. What the fuck? Everywhere they go, there's like fucking open tins of Dulux. <laughs> Still haven't finished painting. <laughs> That's fair. That would piss you off, wouldn't it? It would. But you got to go all the way back and wash all that off now. All this banter is bullshit. I'm going solo. I'm going home for a hand solo. <laughs> I'm, I'm going home to have a shower. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Commissioner's pissed because, you know, Batman didn't do the job that he should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a very robust system, is it? That you can just gently kick it and that's it, she's dead. She's gone. She's dead. Oh, she's not dead. She's not dead. (laughs) No, not yet. I've been listening to the David Brent album way too much. That's actually a good album. It's just a bit, it sounds a bit gay. It's not gay. Well, in the video, I'll have a picture of like, never mind. Yeah, no, it's in the lyrics, isn't it? Free Love Freeway. And he said, you know, I must have had about a thousand women. He said, you know, but none of them were you? And it's like, who's he saying that to? And he's like, no, I'll have a picture. (laughs) And there's a pause before he goes back into the chorus. Yeah. So it just leaves you just enough time to go, what do you mean by that? Close your eyes and sit there. Is your favourite still Gypsy Lady, all of you? Oh, I love that song and video. It's brilliant. But I do like um, I do do like Life on the Road as well. You know, hard shoulder, coffee holder. That's gonna be my favourite. I just love the epic, uh, the epicness of Slough. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's in the first sentence. He's referencing Tesco Express. You can't really imagine doing that song in your US court, you? You really can't. I can't imagine, like, Johnny Cash plays San Quentin and he's singing about Tesco Express. (laughs) Okay. Now, just out of nowhere, he's decided to freeze the entire city and he's got a globe that helps him make his point. Within reach. Now, how do their plans line up? She's like, yeah, oh, you you, f- you freeze the world, kill everyone, and then after that, we'll I'll make plans everywhere. 
Firstly, it will probably kill her plants, and you know what she's like about fucking Audrey too. There, <laughs> um, but, but also, how, what does freeze think? How happen? realistic does that look, by the way? I'm He's going to so freeze it. It does. Look, it just reminds me of Audrey too. I think Steve Martin should do some dental work. Um, but afterwards, it's going to be warmed up, surely, for her to be able to plant. So. Is Freeze going to suddenly want it tropical? I don't think these are a natural pairing at all. No. Um, I mean, yeah. Christ, he's going downhill first. He was working that afternoon. (laughs) He's just sleeping. It's stage one of McGregor syndrome. Um... Now, hang on a minute. Bruce said to him a while ago, I'll get you the best doctors. I've seen the best doctors. Okay, well, it wasn't even diagnosed. <laughs> and, now, right, and now it's been diagnosed by a GP just having a chat with him. Wouldn't you need, like, blood work and scans and shit? That's handy. Free's wife's had it. Now, I can't remember why they've got the tuxes on. Do they go somewhere now? Or did you just put on a tux to discuss McGregor syndrome? Probably. He's always in a tux, isn't he? So. Oh, they're still fucking arguing about it. They go back to that too many times. I know, I know the point is she's supposed to have clouded their minds. But it's like soap opera level fucking arguments. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you just want it all to yourself, don't you? The gold standard for that is still that fucking Fantastic Four film where they were going to get married, and she's all upset because he cancelled it to save the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, like we're, like we're supposed to go, you fucking idiot. <laughs> she had her dress ready and everything. I don't think I've, I've sat and watched those films properly. No, it's not what I've seen. No. What I love about the new Fantastic Four film is. <laughs> oh god, that's fucking awful! Really bad that was. That wears the scars of epic problems during the making. You yeah. can tell, but um, and it killed Josh Chank's Chank's career. But um, I well, think he killed it. Oh, what happened to him? I think I think uh, he got off Twitter. That was it. He, Lucasfilm let him go because he was just such a loose cannon. Yeah. Too young, too much, too soon. And the thing is, he'd made whatever that film was called for about thirteen million. Oh, quite and, then sub- and then he was suddenly given a huge one. budget. He wasn't ready for it. He just wasn't ready. Um, and then he gobbed off on Twitter. And you just don't do that. that just no, killed that was his nasty. Because um, he was like in the hot seat for a while, wasn't he? He was kind of. Yeah, I think he was going to do the Han Solo film to start with. Yeah. Um, but yeah. After that Fantastic Four, because I didn't like Chronicle either, really. Yeah, that tank. Um, oh, did you not? No, I don't. I, I, when I say I, I walked out of it, but when I say I walked out of it, I didn't walk out in disgust, right? I needed the loo or something. Sorry. And then I thought. And then I thought right, right, have a shit, then collect my thoughts. I came here for a piss, but I'd actually prefer a dump now. And then I thought, <laughs> might as well have a wank while I, No, I didn't. Right, I needed the loo or something, but then I thought, I'm thirsty, so I went and bought a drink. And I was stood out 
like ordering the drink or about to order the drink and I got talking to like the person behind the counter and after about 10 minutes of chatting and not missing this film at all I went I might as well go home you know (laughs) and that was it I was a bit bored by it it was another fan footage film and that had been done you didn't sit uh, you didn't sit through it all then no okay no so well, I'm not really qualified to speak, but all I know is I got up after an hour or so to go and do something else for about a minute and ended up like chatting to someone, not really being that bothered about the film and just eventually going, fuck it, and going home. Yeah. And his Fantastic Four film was fucking awful. It just seems a bit of a mess, this Fantastic Four film. I like, I, 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 I kind of. I didn't have too much of a problem with it, uh, for the most part. It was only towards the end where it just felt really okay. This feels really disjointed now. That looked like a load of reshoots, didn't it? Yeah, but uh, but again, it's one of those things where like a troubled production, which I think happens more often than we think, and I think that's why we get a lot of Hollywood films which are kind of a bit meh or mm. a bit just like because because uh, it happened with Rogue One, really, didn't it? Rogue One, like, had reshoots. Rogue One was and, largely reshot, yeah. And it kind of... I, I feel like... Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what was originally intended or what actually happened. But I felt like anything of interest that would have made it, like, particularly stand out... Uh, would have make it actually stand out. In it's, got a, it's got a really good third act, that film. The rest it of does. it... It does. I, I found that... when I, I watched it a couple of times before I even started remembering any of the characters' names yeah. beyond ones we'd either seen before or, like, the, her. I remembered her name. Um, and that wasn't the greatest of signs. Whatever the pluses and minuses of The Force Awakens, the characters made a much stronger impression on me. Um, Rogue One's okay. I've got no problems with it maz- majorly. But my my best viewing of it was my first viewing of it. I'm, I'm not desperate to watch it again, particularly. But the difference there is, like, Gareth Edwards, I think it was, made it. I think I've got the name right. Yeah. Um, and they called him Tony Gilroy to do a lot of reshoots and editing and stuff. But Gareth Edwards was very much a team player, and he hasn't sabotaged his own career by mouthing off. The similar situation on Fantastic Four, and Josh Trank absolutely flushed his career down the toilet. Mm. Well, he definitely went off the rails, didn't he? Um, yeah. But I don't... I, I, don't actually know what happened there. But like, I'm not knocking Chronicle because I know a lot of people didn't like it. I uh, liked it rather, but I, I wasn't fussed, and I didn't like his Fantastic Four film. So I actually don't really give a shit if he works again. I did uh, think I saw Fantastic Four. Um, it was a bit terrible. It got panned, as far as I gather. Uh, oh, I Chronicle was, was alright, I think. Yeah, no, a lot of people like Chronicle, and that's fine, you know. I, but then you see, like, Dane like DeHaan in that film, he's really good, I, but then, then... I have walked out a co- of a couple of films in my life where I've gone, fuck this, and left. That This wasn't a fuck this. This was a go to do something, get distracted, and then f- realise you didn't really care about the film anyway. What, um, what was the two that you thought, fuck this? I walked out of the animated Star Wars films, the, the um, Clone Wars film. Okay, I didn't even know that got a screening, but okay. Yeah, it did. No, me neither. It was a stitch together of the first three episodes. It came out in about 2008. So you've already seen it? No, I'd not seen it. I'd not seen it, but I thought, I'll go along because it's still Star Wars. I wasn't expecting it to be good because it was Lucasfilm when Lucas was still involved, and it was really, really bad. 
Um, and the other one I walked out of is, I'm sure, not a bad film. And it might even have been just the sound mix. But I walked out of the True Grit remake. With, oh, okay. Because I, I'm sure it's a very good film, but I wasn't really enjoying it that much, as beautiful as it was. And I genuinely couldn't understand a fucking word Rooster Cogburn said. Yeah. And after a few <laughs> scenes... <laughs> But again, I wasn't disgusted. It's basically it was basically vain. It's just one of those where maybe you go when you're a bit tired or didn't sleep very well or whatever. Yeah. And it would have been like late morning or early afternoon or something like that. And I'm sat watching this film and I'm not that engaged anyway. And all of us, and I'm having scene after scene of what the fuck's he saying. And I just went, oh, fuck it, and just left. Bruce is getting a little bit. Um... Um, I don't know, it's Pierce Brosnan syndrome he's got yeah. like a corpse there's, <laughs> corp- there's a corpse on the horizon he, he's, he's, uh, he's giving off with the uh, the foot me eyes <laughs> <laughs> a bit bros recently um, announced he's going to do Mamma Mia 2 looking forward to that oh fucking hell I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> even seeing Mamma Mia but fucking hell oh you got to see it you got to see it I have seen it no, it's it's not, no I don't it's a woman's <laughs> film <laughs> I don't mean to so say a woman's film. Yeah, but it, it's like Dirty right. Dancing. I've, I've barely met a man in my life, a straight man, who's liked it, and yet women love it. And you just think, well, there's a film that just speaks to the two genders in different ways. Yeah. And Mamma Mia's a bit like that. But it was alright. <laughs> what the fuck is all them pictures going down the? Well, when you get every time they go into their Batman file on the computer. They need a quick montage of images. <laughs> Why would he go into that? You've got the back cave and the back computer down there. Does he just use it for a bit of reminiscing? He pours himself a brandy and goes, this Batman thing's brilliant, and I'm going to have a look. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just touch upon Chronicle, yeah, it's basically like a found... It's a decent found footage film. It's, it, a, found fo- it's a found footage... It's one of the good ones in terms of like, alright, this has been kind of knocked around a bit but this one kind of works better it is i wasn't hating it at all oh yeah yeah Yeah. but it's basically a superhero boy version of kerry um principally um so that that's basically what you missed if you not yeah for everything i've just said it's worth a look yeah it it is unlike any other fan footage film you'd seen but having said that by the time it came out i was sick to death of fan footage films I only yeah, went I think that that genre had pretty much been done to death. Oh, it, it, it was by that time, so you think, oh god, another one, because it came out of nowhere. But there's this, I think it was the fact that it came out at the right time, and it came out of nowhere, when it was like, oh well, everyone, I think it's one thing everyone expected it to be shit, and it turns out, like, actually no, this is actually pretty decent. And I think it had I think, that going for it. I think when it. you get a film like that, it's less about the film itself, and more about the promise it shows for a, like, a new directorial voice. Mm. And you think, well, I'd love to see what this guy does with a decent budget. Uh, well, that question's been resoundingly fucking answered. Yeah, but it's it, it, it could be a good director. It's probably a good director, and it's just maybe like... But I think there's a temperamental problem yeah. there. You know, because he, he fell out with a lot of the actors. He was losing his temper on the set. We, we've heard a lot of stories about what happened on that set. And um, eventually, you know, there's something temperamentally that makes him fundamentally unsuited to it, whatever his talent level is. 
But I'm speaking to the age he was when all this happened. That, that's not to say he won't mature, change, or whatever else was going on in his life. I don't really want to bad mouth the guy particularly, but uh, Chronicle was more. Most people liked Chronicle more than I did, and it, I thought his Fantastic Four film was dreadful. And if he was that pissed off with it, Alan Smithy, it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Take your fucking name off it. His name is still on it. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a Josh Trank film, and it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess like Max Landis came out better out of Chronicle, really, because it's more rather the script rather than the direction, because his direction is kind of found footage. So he kind of. Do you know what the one thing Chronicle had that made me think he was a very special talent? What? And it's a tiny little thing. You see them fly at one point, and a plane goes past mm-hmm. them. But you really get a feel for the turbulence of flying at that height in in air. It's very blustery and stuff like that. And no other film has ever shown me that in flying effects. That's true. I thought that was actually the one bit of the film. In terms of like the air, like sort of every like shouting and not being able to. Yeah, exactly. You are up in really turbulent air. Then a plane nearly misses them, nearly Mm. hits them rather, near miss, sorry. Um, and it's the one bit of the film I looked at and it wasn't that long before I ended up leaving but I remember looking at it and thinking that's really quite clever and well thought out but uh, this bit makes me laugh Uncle Alfred it's me Barbara and he's programmed his brain algorithms because butlers are good at that stop typing whoever's doing that not me nope okay um (laughs) Nope, it's Becca. Um, it's um, is it? Who's that? Who's that? Um, you know, the in the eighties, you had the kind of MCB kind of um, computer guy. That's it. Yes. Yeah. You see him in Back to the Future too, sort of parodied. Well, it's actually bat boobs, bat boobs. But he knows her size from his brain algorithms. I thought you might ask to be a superhero, so I built this just in case. This leather thing with boobs. It's deeply dodgy. The bat bike. Yeah. This is just shit. I just hate the colour scheme in these films. Well, it just looks blatantly like a set. Really, it's just, it's it really is, yeah. It's like not come nowhere natural. Really, it's obviously it's very comic booky, very cartoonish. Lots of garish colours. Yeah, and it is literally that is Audrey. I just I just don't know how you can make ice and plants in a film, and it, they, none of it looks like plants or ice. <sighs> it all looks so fake. Yeah. Now she's in that quite comfortably residing. And she kind of gets eaten by it in a minute, which is weird. And what what made him put, like, lip condoms on? <laughs> I think that's quite cool, like wax lips. <laughs> yes, but it's... That's, that's very Bondian, isn't it? I think it's, it's the like, worst. Why would you walk it's across that? Around. Why don't you just walk around it? Walk around it. <laughs> Ridiculous. For plot reasons. But, yeah, so... She kisses him. You can see his lips are all like... Rubber lips. Yeah. But the line is Lip terrible. Bomb. 
The line's terrible. Rubber lips are immune to your charms. That don't even make fucking sense. So if you kiss her, you die. What happens if she sucks you off? <laughs> Becca? Oops. I'll tell you what, it's grabbing our attention though. We're going quiet and watching it, aren't we? Um, um, I was just thinking, like, what if she just pecks you on the cheek? Oh, yeah, I was, all she's got to do now is just quickly grab him. It, it's, it's not like it's, you know, it's a bit, she needs tongue action or anything. It's literally talking like a peck on the lips. On the lips, yeah. We could go a long way with this conversation. So, is, it, so is, is, a, is, is, a, is a venom only like go through other lips? Is that how right. it only works? I don't know. I, I've no idea, right? But what I love here is he's turned upside down and climbed up there. Oh, no, it isn't. It's later with the Batgirl, isn't it? It's in a minute. She, she gets filmed perfectly. No, she gets filmed by Bruce because Bruce shows it to uh, Freeze later. So this bit where she admits what's done is being filmed from several feet up by an upside-down Batman, and it will play as the perfect TV angle later. By the way, great line, you're about to come compost. Compost. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it in the United States, folks, but uh, it's not. It's compost here. Compost here, isn't it? That was uncanny, Becker. I thought well, that was me. I thought you just recorded me and played me back. <laughs> so did that. What's going on with her ear there, look? It looks a mess. Do you reckon, do you reckon, do you knew she was in a piece of shit, so I thought, alright, fuck it, I might as well. I don't think you it. I mean, I can't imagine anyone wandering around this, dressed like that, thinking this is going to be good. <laughs> I don't know. But then you got no excuse, Batman Forever weren't that great. It's not as bad as this, but you, you, at least you've seen what you're going to be getting stylistically. Now, why is that dangerous now, that big rubber fucking prop thing that's just closed around her? Reasons. I don't know. Lucky he took his bat gardening equipment. And you are. I love this. Who are? She says who she is. Then, look, it's me, Barbara. Fuck, uh, I wouldn't have known, would you? <laughs> what a fucking disguise. I think they've got to get there as soon as possible. What they mustn't do is whip back for, for a change of clothes and to get some new um, toy ideas. He's probably got on the boot of the back wheel. What, a new, uh, what? Yeah, but they, new, not only the new outfit, they've got like new um, vehicles as well. Oh, do they? Oh, sorry, I couldn't remember. Yeah, they all drive in on new vehicles. They've all Let, got their own vehicles. Let's kick some ice. Becca, what'd you say? Nice to see you. <laughs> I think it, some ice is better, though. But it's just we've spent weeks going, no, Becca, it's not in the film, no, Becca, and 
then the next week she says it again and we're like no becca and now this week we're going go on becca do that line go on becca do it again go on i still see you they freeze a dog having a piss here don't they yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. quite funny there you go so everyone's got like 11 minutes for your die it's got conflated in my memory though because in this film he freezes the city and a dog gets frozen <laughs> and in my memory a dog gets killed by a nuclear bomb whilst having a piss in Terminator 2 I think I've just got the two things completely mixed up. Can you imagine that as a little bit in that really harrowing out and deleted scene? Oh, Gavin, a piss. Here we go. That doesn't look uh, like at least a your fa- At least your last thoughts would be relief. Yeah, ah. I that, that never looked like a road at all. <laughs> it's like, well... It doesn't look like a road that's been frozen. It just looks like a soundstage. We have 11 minutes. What, she's, what's she put on now? It's fucking weird. <gasps> it's, a, it's a bat helmet. <clears throat> and also, you can tell these vehicles either can't go very fast or aren't allowed to. And they disguise it quite well in some films. I remember reading something about the Bourne Ultimatum, where they had the car chase in, like, New York or something. At no point could the cars go over, like, 30 or 35 miles an hour. But with editing, you can, and speeding it up, and various different things, you can make it look a lot faster. And in this film, they're clearly crawling down the road at five miles an hour, and they've done nothing to disguise it at all. That's a little quicker, but yeah. I think that's the model, though. Now, what's Bane's usefulness here? Um, stand there, look aggressive. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Now... I don't know. Which really sounds daft when considering it's stood behind Arnie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense when, you know, when it's poison ivy, but when it's like... Mm. I always thought that was so... That there's so much white on that. I think it's supposed to be something to do with the... In, the in-story explanation should be it's something to do with resistance to ice or snow or something like that. But we're never told that. They just randomly no, turn up a bit white out new, almost. new matching kit. I remember thinking there was a problem when we saw publicity stills of the three of them wearing that. Not from on set, like a photographic session. It was just like, yeah, that doesn't look good. Sunrise isn't... It's morning in the Congo. God. They're drinking on bongo. <laughs> I was going to say that. Uh, classic childhood. I like Dumbongo. You can still buy it, can't you? I think. Can you still get Umbongo? I'm sure I've seen it in like Aldi or Lidl or if you other discount supermarkets. Umbongo recently, email us at expectustalk at gmail.com. Especially if you drank it in the Congo. <laughs> Did you drink commonly available UK products in the Congo? Email us. 
So, wird jemand da kommen? Rotitas, expect us to talk. These things aren't time limited. If you wanted to bang Sally Field, you're still welcome to tell us about it. <laughs> Actually, I haven't checked our email account in a long time. So I don't know if we've had any genuine God, emails. we've probably got floods of emails. Yeah. Or, if we, or if we still get ones from Nigerian princes saying, send me your credit card details. We've never had one of those. I've had a lot of monies. A lot of monies. Send me your credit card details. I always think, like, if you're going to send spam, like, disguise the fact that it's not a real email address better. Because if if I get a letter, or an email, sorry, offering me hot sex tonight, I'm not going to think it's real if it's from either inf- info at curries.co.uk <laughs> or it's from my own email address. Oh, have you ever had spam email that's from you then? Yeah, supposedly. Oh. Um, I don't no, know. How no, that I mean works. received. Yeah. Received by you. You go to you go to block the address of what's in spam and one of the addresses listed is my own. Oh. You think, well, I'm hardly gonna write to myself to see if I can get hot <laughs> sex. sex. Trust me, I'm I'm quite an easy lay. I managed to, I managed to get myself into bed whenever I want. Look at that for a fact. Excuse me, eating a satsuma. We didn't know you were eating a satsuma, but thanks for pointing it out. You hear me? <laughs> this is your freak corn. Yeah, I was just about to say that. So, Chris, tell us about satsumas in, in c- cinema. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, sure. it's, it's a funny thing because I never, can never tell with really clementines or just really small oranges. The history of satsumas is uh, long and interesting. Or tangerine. But that makes it easy to double one fruit for another fruit. It in does. a poor harm. For example, if you're doing pickup or reshoots, um, you can probably roughly match in a different season because they look similar. Yeah, if you're not just, one, you can always use Just cast a smaller stump man if it's Clementine's. If oh you did God. your original film with really big oranges, cast Eat Roy. <laughs> <laughs> give him a give him a Clementine. You look alright. Yeah, the big the big showdown was like one punch. That's it. Ooh, eleven fifty six. You're all right down there. No. <laughs> you know what? Originally, I always thought this film was like about ninety minutes. Really, isn't it? Way too long. And but he's got access to Icarus. (laughs) (laughs) It is the same. Hope Toby Stevens is okay with it. Um, I'm guessing, but I suspect he might sneer. Looks terrible, doesn't it? And I just love whatever level of heat he applies to anything is perfect all the way through the film. Yeah, it's just fine, isn't it? Just like no, um, no, 
Batman barbecues the fucking city. See, now you know in the, you're in a bad film where you you clearly see the, the bombs are wanted and you, you, you do forget about the bombs and then part of you just doesn't care. You just go... In, in most films, you go like, oh, shit, I forgot about those or, you, or in the back of mind, you have them like, somewhere going, oh, but what about the bombs? What about the bombs? Here, you just go like... Oh, yeah. Oh, did he have bombs? I can't remember now. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we've got people we've got people like Ken going I, I had to do a double check on Bruce Forsyth earlier it's like that no one knows who he is when they're not from this country oh. yeah, I'm surprised that Bruce isn't more kind of known abroad considering like he's of that generation that you know Sammy Davis Jr and um I, I, can't, I can't imagine him being. <laughs> I can't see him in the rap. <laughs> no, no, but I, no, I, I, was, I was reading about him, and um, apparently, um, I, Jay, like really rated. Yeah, as, as an entertainer, it was like for him, it was like the, the best all-round entertainer and performer he, and musician. He did, you know, he, he's done shows with Sammy Sammy Davis Jr. So the, I yes, know, I know, yeah, they, like, I, I know they actually. I don't. I'm not sure if they were like mates. Showbiz oh, friends, I think. But I no, I think yeah. he kind of rated him very highly. Which but, is some accolade, I think. Mm. He's very, very much of that generation from like sort of 50s, 60s. Do you make comment? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> just, just sort of like the three of them just sort of go whoop. Did, did they? Uh, did he recommend they should be on top of a birthday cake, a uh, wedding cake? <laughs> I imagine, yeah, you can't imagine Bruce Sammy, that back Are you a fan of Bruce Forsyth? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure that's what he said. Yeah, that way we, we, that, that's resurrecting one of our greatest hits. That was Chris's impression of him on some, on our, I think, our Diamond show. <laughs> <laughs> what was that's it? a really good impression. What was it? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was probably better than mine. Yeah. Actually, it's my impression of yours, though, so it's not... I don't remember what he's... Oh, no, it's Dave's kind of like... impression of Chris doing an impression of Sammy Davis Jr. Not... Which isn't really an impression of him, because at no point does that sound anything like him. And Chris has no. the voice of an angel. It sounds more like... Um... How like, oh, are God. these sunbeams? Like, how are they going to... I don't know how they work. Look, that's meant to be ice on the car door, look, and it's just wobbling around like Clearly that. not. <laughs> it's so shit. Has the dog been unfrozen yet? Surely, surely they'll miss some bits with that technique. What? Yeah, like you go home and you find the minute you go for a piss, like your knob breaks off in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I reckon there'll be like some areas that are like they think they've got everyone, and then they realise, oh shit, oh they're all frozen there. Oh, well, too late now. Doing his reprise from the end of fucking Total Recall there. <laughs> yeah. Kill me, too. I think, I, th- I, th- I think we need some more. Look, 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 that came off Batman's belt. And he was like, oh, Christ almighty. Way ahead. 
I, I think this film is responsible for the iPhone. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I, I would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Of course I would. I can't picture Steve Jobs watching this, to be honest. Anyway, no. let Batman's teaching us a lesson, listen. <laughs> yes. Ah, feeling ashamed. No. Doctor Freeze. <laughs> Doctor Fritz Fries. Doctor Fries. Doctor Fries. Doctor Fries. <laughs> Freeze. Help me! Help me! Cure McDonald syndrome. <laughs> Doctor Fries. Not like syndrome, but McDonald syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Too many McNuggets. What do you get when you have too many burgers? <laughs> McDonald's and you. Uh, fat, I can tell you from <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> What's your little film called Super Size Me? Yeah, Morgan Spurlock. Although yeah, no one has... McDonald's, bloody hell. Yeah, although no one has actually ever been able to replicate his findings. <laughs> no. No, I mean that there's some doubt as to whether everything in that film is quite... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's always going to be a case, though, isn't it? It's going to be so heavy. I'm not saying it isn't, I'm just saying that... He could have eaten other tried... foods in between. And, you know... Basically, no basically saying there are some facts in that documentary that are not... In... Possibly not. That, no, that it's, may... it's obviously very one-sided, isn't it? And... Yeah. Well, to point out McDonald's is not good food and not good for you, I don't think is necessarily a problem or controversial. It's just he claims a lot of health issues as he goes through it, and I'm he not sort of sure. That they're all, That's they're all, all we're going to say. Well, um, said that his wife, his wife was quite cute, so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> they're divorced now, so if you like her, <laughs> she's back on the market, boys. <laughs> To us, and expect us to Aww. talk. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it. We just want to hear. Just want to hear about our listeners perving over some woman I last saw in a film 15 years ago. Now, Chris pointed out this is probably not how cell arrangements would work. No. But it's just the idea of just like I know. Well, I mean, well. We'll put two high criminals. One, one clearly would want to hurt her in physically. Yeah. And. And what was that reveal? How did they sneak him in? <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, she's like Jim Carrey as the Riddler at the moment, where she's just like, I'm just gone crazy. Not sure how she's gone crazy though. Uh, because she was swallowed by some plastic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, obviously the film's like she's like gone absolutely loony, like oh, right. So yeah, you basically put someone who is uh, men- like uh, mentally yeah. ill. Now we don't have the Lazarus Pit in these films, but fuck me, this is the comeback of the century coming up. <laughs> hey. Strolls in like Hugh Hefner. 
Marvel <laughs> with Lee. Oh, he, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Ben's barber yeah, yeah, to go, prove go, it's go, all working all right. Go, goes to barber. I fucked your mum, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like you, but older and slacker. I I think we're learning about family here. <laughs> when you fell off the telescope, why so, didn't you try so, and save us? Because about... I didn't give a shit by then. There's something about Bruce Wayne and hoodie that just doesn't work for me. No. But he's probably going out shoplifting. Yeah. Yeah, he does look like a chav. Well, I won't go that far. It just it just doesn't... I don't know. It's maybe because it's like the only time I've actually ever seen him portrayed in a hoodie. So he just seems a bit... No, it doesn't seem right. Yeah. I don't know. I think they should joke about needing a bigger cave. Oh, partners. Fuck off. In the bedroom. I've got to think about it for a while. Sexual partners. <laughs> Bruce, are you going to join in? <laughs> it's not gay if it's right a freeway. <laughs> and I'm going on top. <laughs> going to need a bigger cave. <laughs> can you imagine if Bruce just said... Can you let, if, let a few years pass and her cave will be bigger. Can you imagine if like Bruce went, no, get out. <laughs> <laughs> I like to brood and shit. <laughs> that is very sort of choppy running there from uh, Batgirl. I know. She's like, she do chopping took the a lot of ab- She did actually take quite a lot of abuse and people calling her fat girl. Yeah, which like is that. stupid, really. Fucking stupid. It's kind of a shame. Do you think, well, I wonder what happened if she chose... A, a better film to come back on. You know what I mean? Sorry, a better film, what, to, for Batgirl generally, or do you mean Alicia Silverstone? Alicia Silverstone. Like, rather than doing this, it actually done... Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, because she was quite big news after Clueless, wasn't she? And mm. this... A career never became what we thought it might. Yeah, I mean, objectively, I don't think she's bad in it, really. Yeah, so I, I, I oh. think it's probably... How do you do good in that film? I mean, Uma Thurman is terrible. Um, Arnie, as much as I respect everything you say about him, and I'm, I'm quite a fan in some ways, I think is terrible in it. Everyone else is kind of just... I mean, Chris O'Donnell's neither good nor bad. Clooney's neither really good nor bad. As Bruce Wayne, anyway. He's not so good as Batman. but I don't know. And yeah, I think as as I think the whole attitude was a bit like yeah about making it. To be honest with you, yeah. I think it kind of comes across. But you know, we we went through the whole series, and none of these four did I love. I mean, obviously, Batman eighty nine's better and very important, and Batman Returns has some good stuff in it. But it wasn't until the Nolan films I ever got a live action Batman film that I really loved. Mm. You know, they they were all okay. I wasn't itching for another fucking instalment of this. I, uh, you know, I didn't really like Batman Forever anyway. I know a lot of people do. But yeah, look at all these people who spent like months of their lives producing this. They got paid. It was a job. Mm. I'm sure you'd rather do good stuff though, wouldn't you? I don't know. Maybe they don't care. 
Um, I, I think, yeah, I think they'd rather do stuff, but I imagine these people work on films consistently, so they move on one project to another. It's not like uh, we're it's directors not, yeah, where... It's not a calling, necessarily, yeah. They'll work on a range of things, some good, some bad. Yeah, they, they, they probably work on more films than, like, say, the, the key people like me, producers and directors. They might... Well, maybe not like producers, they probably work on multiple films at the same time, but... Um, you have people that's like, coming and do jobs, and it's like they move on to another production. It could be like complete, you know, complete different film, and so yeah, if, yeah. So I reckon for a lot of people, it's like a day in and out job, and they they get told to sort of do the like like the costumes or whatever to do them do them the best ability, and they do a really good job, and they're they're probably the the most hardest, more reliable people in Hollywood, really, because they do the the fucking gig, you know, and lighting as well, and things like that. They used to get told. What I mean, in some to. respects, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd hate to have been a, a, a associated with this as like a writer or a director. Yeah. Well, having said that, if I worked in and around films like Terry Bamber or something like that, I think this would be worth it for the fucking stories. Oh, oh you yeah. were on Batman and Robin. What was that like? Yeah. Because mm. no one's going to be like slagging you off of being there. You'd be like. Be like, you know, if, if I met anyone I who's actually on set, tea. it's not my fault. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're like one of like the, the, you know, one of like these bottom end ones here, no one's going to be sort of like be asking your opinion about what what it is, are they? In fact, they're more like if you start mouthing off so like to like to Joel Schumacher, say, "Hey, Joel, this is a bit shit, isn't it?" You're more likely to get fucking fired. So. You just sort of keep your head down and do your job, really, well, don't you? You know, I just wonder at what the bomb produce, what the bomb producer. Sorry, that's because I mentioned Terry Bamber. Um, I don't know what. You, can you imagine the Batman producers thinking, you know, Batman driven by vengeance? Okay, well, falling down, <laughs> Joel Schumacher. You'd be shocked if you got this if you hired him on the basis of falling down. Yeah. But I think. So that- the, Sorry, I, I just think the producers probably had a more of a hand in how, what the vision was. Yeah. So yeah, this is finally it. The bat, uh, goodbye to uh, to Batsy. <laughs> Do you know it wouldn't have been out of keeping with the film if had he been called Batsy, would it? <laughs> Batsy and Bobsy. <laughs> Hi, Freeze. I'm Batsy. <laughs> That's, that's, that's my favourite oh, thing ever. What's that bang? Oh, it's Robsy! <laughs> <laughs> He's on his Batsy up to his usual tricks. <laughs> what would that leave Batgirl calling herself? <laughs> Bat- Batsy girl? <laughs> Batshe? No? No. Oh, dear. We didn't expect to go back to do any more Batman, but as I say, that's the price we pay for trusting Charlie Brigden not to go on holiday. <laughs> But yeah, here we are. Charlie, so, if you're listening or when you hear this, we hope you had a great holiday. We only yeah, I sincerely around. think we sincerely hope that you did have a great time. Yeah, yes, nice and relaxed. You were saying so, it'd be great for him. It, it's it's been funny really because like after coming before doing this podcast, I hadn't really watched Batman and Robin. No, like I feel I've seen it too many times. I've I watched it twice, at least twice, maybe three times. Can't quite remember. Like for for the for the episode itself. And then somehow it managed to be on like the other week, and I was like watching it with a bunch of friends. So like, <laughs> so I was like, oh fucking hell! And then we do end up doing a commentary of it now. I, so, I've got no 
I've got no great desire really <laughs> to go to back this. now. I mean, when you think about it, this is a film I think is genuinely fucking dreadful, and I don't think it's as funny as it should be for the type of film. I mean, yeah. I'd still rather watch it than Batman Forever because it is fucking batshit, literally. Um, but, <laughs> but it's not as funny as most really, really bad films can be. And having said that, I've owned it twice on Blu-ray, once on DVD and on video. I've bought this film four fucking times <laughs> and seen it a double-digit number of times. Oof. It's not good. That's probably the same, but I think I'll end up selling the box set. I think I will. I'll keep the Nolan ones. Yeah, I'll keep the Nolans for sure, but the other ones I'll be like, meh. Because I've already got like Batman and Batman Returns on DVD. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. You can watch it 4% faster. I can, ever so slightly. Yeah, okay. So that's it for Batman. Um, Although, if you do keep these sort of shows, because I know some people do, if you keep them, the show we're about to announce belongs with the Batman series. Um, And then we'll move on to Star Wars. Yes, which which is a lesser-known... Series of films, isn't it? Yeah, it'll teach very small, us about very low both. budget, very independent. Yeah, well, the first one, well, independence, right for the first couple, certainly. Um, and they weren't really massively high budget. Well, the first one certainly wasn't massively high budget. But, yeah, um, yeah, you know, with a cast of near unknowns. Yeah, I mean, Harrison Ford went on to be really big, but yeah. he wasn't when he made that. He was a carpenter. Well, exactly. This is it. I don't remember which Carpenter's songs he made, but <laughs> I, I listened to Mr. Po- I listened to Mr. Postman, and I can't hear anywhere. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't from Nazareth, so. Depending on the past, depending. Yeah, but didn't mean Jesus. <laughs> How did you? I mean, I had that to kind of carpenter. <laughs> I had to grow bar in the Carpenters, but getting Nazareth into that was quite impressive. <laughs> Yeah, it basically comes like everyone's favourite film. Yeah. Well, which is... So it's basically a Western in space, isn't it? It's like one of the ultimate good versus evil stories. Yeah. So it's also the first in our All the Westerns series. <laughs> yes, technically it is. That's right. <laughs> Join us as we traverse all the Westerns. Ever made in space. Ever. Looking forward to watching those, because obviously Charlie is the fan. So it's, you know, as we did with um, the Star Trek really good to kind of get his take on it and obviously we can discuss about how, you know, how we all got into it. This is really good. <laughs> but generally, yeah. Generally I, speaking. I, 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 I've got a f- I feel I'm going to be the one who largely upsets Charlie over this because I might be Are like... Are you a contrarian of us all? Yeah. yeah. Well, I might, be, I might besmirch the sweet sequel somewhat. Prequels even, not sequels. Because they're crap. But there you go. What the... Uh, the the two thousand, the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not really much good to say about those. Uh, but yeah, I think you guys do the I do, um, I do secret cinema the... Star Wars a few summers ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any of that secret cinema stuff. I live a little bit too far away from it, and I haven't had the money in the last couple of years. But yeah, same. And plus, I'm not that bothered by Star Wars. No, no. You know, I guess I, it's not so much well, it's, not it's... being bothered by Star no, Wars. No, it's just there's very little. There's very few films that I am desperate to sit in some kind of weird fucking set of in order to watch mm. the film. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I I, th- I just for me, I think you know a lot of people grow up with Star Wars, and I get it. Um, uh, but but for me, it was Bond. Bond filled that place for me. Uh, yeah, Star Wars kind of. I'm the same. I mean, it's it's a kind of a real nostalgia thing. Um, you know, it was a terribly terribly extremely immersive experience. Um, but for me, it's still. Oh, I love um, Star Wars, but I mean, you know, you it raises up there. But for me, obviously, mm. it's still like the best film ever made, sort of thing. I mean, same with you, Chris Bond, kind of filled that gap for me. Um, but you got films like Dirty Dancing. Bond fills a lot of gaps. He's incorrigible. James, <laughs> 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 you're incorrigible. Yeah. But before we get to Star Wars, Charlie will be joining us for the next show, um, which means Becca. Indeed, do you expect us to talk or return with music episode number four, colon, superhero episode 